Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of Dice and Magic. Sorry for the delay, it's been the apocalypse. It's been a wild ride. Um, yeah, easy done. Is that the laptop starts again? It's well, okay. It's been quiet this entire time. It's because you opened it, but it's Liam's fine. Liam's running a, a laptop that's powered by a hamster in a wheel. <laughs> 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 that's, what, that's what that noise is, sorry. Can confirm. Okay, all good. Let's get into a little recap. So last episode, we entered the town of Rosenward. We moved through the day and introduced our band of misfits, Narcon, Dawn, Henrik, Avitus, and Leaf. A slight mishap at the local tavern called the Sundown Inn led to our five unlikely adventurers crossing paths. Leaf was accosted by a drunkard who started antagonizing him over his ears. And as the fight broke out, Leaf cut him down and forcefully removed his tongue. Some quick thinking by Narcon saved the man and Henrik frightened all the other ne'er-do-wells. Uh, with his dreadful aspect, forcing him to flee. As Leaf went to leave, Avatus did cast Hold Person, uh, letting the others attempt to speak with him. After no luck, Leaf moved upstairs to pack his things to leave, in which he was approached by Uriel, Samuel's, Samuel's daughter, the owner of the Sundown Inn. Uh, and she told him that maybe he could rec uh, reconcile and stay with the group a while as to let the home situation cool down. Uh, Leaf continued his exit swiftly and found himself walking alone in the early morning hours. Moving into the morning, the party were fed breakfast by Uriel and soon are accosted by Samuel's very energetic friend, Wyatt, who's an over-enthusiastic supplies and person transporter. In due time, our party finds themselves packed and moving towards Greyfog, the capital city of Anal, and catching up, unbeknownst to them, with the rogue Leaf. And that's where we will pick up. So, Leaf... You found yourself walking for a fair few hours after leasing, leaving Rosenwood. <clears throat> and without any real sense of direction, you kind of just embarked on, you know, a hat, mishap step towards Greyfog, hoping to find your way. Uh, and from over your shoulder, you hear the familiar noise of hooves trotting and coach wheels crackling on the path behind you. Uh, I just moved to the side of the road to allow the cart to pass. Lovely. So in due time... Yeah, I'm going to throw In due time, yeah. the uh, coach eventually catches up with you. And you find it actually begins to slow down to meet your pace. And you catch the eye of the coachman himself. Uh, darker skin, hair, nice suit. Never really seen him before. And he goes, oh, good day, my friend. Do you need a lift? Oh, where are you heading? I'm taking some travellers from Rosenwood to Grey Fog. I've got to say, it'd be much quicker <laughs> if you ride by horse than it would be on foot. It, uh... Just so happens that I am travelling that way. Uh, can I ride up front with you? Excuse me, can I see why we've stopped? I was going to say, <laughs> say, in that time you hear why it begin talking to you someone else. Picking up a hitchhiker, I'd like to poke my head out and just see why we've stopped. You're not stopped, but you've slowed down and you realise that Wyatt is speaking to Leaf. Um... I sigh, <laughs> I sigh, and close the door back up. It's like then... a little curtain behind, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a limo, but like old yeah, fashioned. Yeah, yeah, ye oldy fashioned limo. Break perception check. See if you can just catch him sort of sticking out behind. What? Ooh, I don't see anything. <laughs> I see nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> Good show. Turn to the group and um, whisper. It's all. It's the four of us, right? It is. Yeah, it's all of you. Yeah. And we'll say. It's the troublemaker from last night. Oh good, did we run him over? <laughs> no, but I think, I think he wants a lift. He's not getting old. I'm not going to help me, 
Sorry. <laughs> he ain't getting no lift. Yeah. <laughs> I would not go inside. I'm not here. Smoke bomb. Legit. Yeah. Knock on. Just looks at you. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Oh, God, you're weird. I'm a passive. Conscientious observer. Conscientious observer. Yeah. Anyway, back to the English language. <laughs> um, what should we do? I'm going to pan over to the faces of the other people in the car. Remember, White's at the front, so you can't. That's like, fine. Really I'm see looking him. at White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at. All well, things. No, I'm not doing one. No smoke. I'm looking at Dawn and and Ghost Ming. Well, I guess yeah. so long as he doesn't tear these that man's tongue out, we can't really do much about him, can we? Mm. No, I don't think we can do much about it. No, we're not vigilantes, are we? Or are we? Are we? We aren't anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well. I'm not. The Commissarade's just gone right out the window. Mm. The what? You need to have a <laughs> meeting about don't this. Don't worry about it. First thing I'm going to do is buy you a dictionary. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know what that is, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll I give you gold towards it. <laughs> I don't think we should let him on. I feel like he needs to walk. Well, at that moment that is happening, when you ask why it does extend a hand down, he's like, wait, you sit at the front with me. Sweet, I take his hand and yeah. jump up. <clears throat> Pulls you up. And you feel the creaking, you guys inside feel the creaking of the coach. And in due time, it begins to... And it starts whirling back on. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You guys feel the gentle rocking. After another 45 minutes, give or take, why it does stick his head, like, well, rather, he opens the, the curtain up behind him to like sort of speed to you guys as he's still operating. And he goes, at our current best, we will reach Greyfog in two days. We will definitely need to stop to make camp and feed ourselves into the evening. Is there any objections? Does anyone have any other plans? Anything they want to do? We? No? What does he say? It's your cart. I think he said something about the Bordello. That's right, he said we need to go for a week. He said no soup for you. <laughs> oh. I'm talking about making camp, you fools. Sleeping. How I cannot you? drive this coach oh, forever. Pancakes. <laughs> I think he's saying that he wants to stop for rest soon. Oh, I guess we could do oh that. so we can make pancakes. Oh, yeah, yes, no, we can do that. We can and certainly then the do morning, that. I'll make it waffles. <laughs> 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 yeah. Lawsuit. Yeah, legit. Copyright. But as you guys are, as he's speaking to you, he does open up the curtain and he says, I picked up the traveler. And you see that it's Leaf. Yay! You should have left him behind. Can you English? I don't think, I don't think you know my name yet. No, you don't actually. <clears throat> you should have left him behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. That was very good. <laughs> look who's not. Look who's not too proud to be walking now, huh? Or to get on the coach rather. Hmm. If I knew it was you guys, I would have just kept walking. There's still time. This is the a slow getaway. <laughs> this is the instant where Wyatt looks and he's like, "You know this man?" Unfortunately. Oh, that was just. He puts two and two together. Like, oh, it is you. He's he's reading everyone's face. You're, what they say, you're the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I like you. Oh, I like you. <laughs> anyway, we're gone now. <laughs> and he keeps waving on and it progresses. I like that. Uh, <laughs> he's very... He has dis- a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So going into the later, later midday, early afternoon, uh, you know, sun following its natural progression, hits peak and starts ascending. And as you, as we're all riding along, uh, at this point, Samuel has opened up the curtain so you guys can see out. So Wyatt leans <laughs> back in again and he goes, just to let you know, Samuel did request that we go to Grefog, we, but there is a town slightly off the path called Lower Rivers Run that has a wonderful baker that I personally love very much. We can do it for a visit maybe if you want. Otherwise, we can just continue on our way. Choice is yours. And he just turns back, keeps trying. Does the bakery have any cinnamon rolls? Mm. Oh, my friend, they have the best cinnamon rolls. Well, I think we should go to the bakery. <laughs> well, the, the, the town that has the bakery. We're not going to miss the festival, though, are we? What's cinnamon? <laughs> Do you know what cinnamon is? We didn't have it where I come from. It's, it's, a, it's a spice. It's uh, an elvish thing. What are I wouldn't understand people? it. You know what cinnamon is, but not a dictionary. You're an oddby. He's a chef, not a scholar. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> I'm stuck with idiots. No one invited you. Um. <laughs> you can jump off while the carriage is still rolling. He looks back to you, Henrik, and goes, well, if we are to go to Laura's Rivers Run, we will probably not make any time for the festival, no. So, it is... Realistically speaking, it is one or the other. Would they have cinnamon rolls at the festival? Oh, of course. It's a festival. Forget about what I said about the bakery. Let's go to the festival, everyone. Mm. And you'll be nice about that bakery. It is my favorite. Mm, I want to see the cinnamon. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Go show some cinnamon to the wizard. Okay, I make you a deal. We go do a festival a couple of days. We go back. We stop on the way back. Yeah, the, the, the bakery will always be there at... But the festival won't always be there. That's a good point. Mm. That's a very good Is point. Is festival right. cinnamon uh-huh. different <laughs> to bakery cinnamon? I'm about to find out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't had bakery Some cinnamon. would say it is sweeter. Or festival cinnamon. So, we'll do a comparison. <laughs> mm. Research. Yeah, that's yeah, the best kind of search. So the hours move ever onwards. The sun begins to descend into its resting place for the evening. The bright glow making way for the twilight on the horizon, bird singing begins to quiet and make way for the natural music and rhythms of the nightlife, insects, nocturnal creatures, all that beautiful stuff. Uh, you all within the coach uh, see Wyatt uh, move across and he lights uh, the lantern that he has hanging from the front hook on the coach and quickly looks at Cy and hands you back the small flint stone. Uh, like it's called, it's called a striker light believe it or not I had to look this up it's called a striker light the little utensil and he sort of hands that behind him and he's like you can light the lantern on the roof if you want more light and he kind of like puts it on the little shelf behind him to whoever would like to do that but yeah soon enough as the night progresses ever onwards is there anything does anyone do anything particular have any rituals or anything that they like to do going into the evening brush my hair <laughs> I mean, as far as like, like probably like utility wise, do your characters have any like, you know, their own little rituals that they do? Oh, like, like, do you pray? Uh, like, Henrik, do you still pray? Does anyone do anything? Definitely not. 
Hey, a little flavor text. I, uh, I would do a sort of uh, like a scout around, say like a, a fifty meter perimeter, sort of make sure there's nothing lurking nearby, no signs of anyone nearby. Have we stopped okay. for camp yet? Settle. Um, you're probably not far off. Mm-hmm. So well, we can say probably when you stop, you can do that if you want to do that. Otherwise, it'd be you trying to do laps and then keep up with the, with no, the no, car. No, no, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, <laughs> yeah. as we stop. No, you're all good. I so, thought that's what we were doing. No, that's, that's okay. We but could have left him fools. <laughs> soon enough, you do feel the uh, the cart slowly lurch to a stop. You hear White clear his throat and clap his hands like, <clears throat> give him the rub. And you feel the cart lurch as he disembarks. And you hear that he comes to the back and the gate drops and he pulls the cloth curtains aside. And he looks around and he goes, I think this is as far as we'll go tonight, my loves. Let's set up camp. I'll cook you some food and we'll organize our watches. Win. What's for dinner? And he looks, he raises an eye right to him. And he's like, there's a recipe my mama used to make. You watch. <laughs> so over the next half hour or so, with the help of Wyatt, uh, you guys assemble three more tents using the coach as the base uh, to keep them standing, as well as the coach actually acting as the fourth. It's quite, uh, truly quite a little genius idea. And the Wyatt does his lap and checks everything over, and with Nord, he seems pretty pleased. Fire now going in small uh, circle stone pit, where and he's putting a multitude of ingredients into the pot. And he looks at you all as you all sort of go about your own little knick-knacky bits and he goes, so each tent can hold two people, including sleeping on the floor of the coach, which is where I sleep. So everyone's got to bunk up, pick your partners, kiddos. He's like, ha And he starts chopping up more stuff and just leaves you to decide. How many tents are there again? Four. There's only five of us. Four, there's six. Five Wait. of you and Wyatt. So there's three tents and the carriage? Yeah. Each with two. Two. Okay. I thought why isn't three. So you have a tiny hut. Oh, I don't know what that is. Never mind. I think you have a spell. That's or fine. I, that's fine. Or if I, 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 I wait, did I, I accidentally know. write the wrong tents? Because there's six in total. So two, four, six. Oh, so there's one extra tent. Sorry, there's meant to be three tents. So three tents in the carriage. Three tents. So everyone has to bunk. With I wrote. I read. I wrote four. My bad. I can just de-manifest into my mask. So excellent. I'll share with you. Is it? Do not mistake my mask. Can I wear it? Or are you the mask if you want me to consume you? That could be fun. Uh, okay. I don't like scary stories before bed, but that's fine. That's understandable. We agree. Hmm. <laughs> shake on it. Then. Verbal handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, just so we can get it across to everyone. <laughs> I did not expect that. So, Henrik and Avatis are sharing one tent, and there's still the coach and the other tent. I don't care. Knock on. I'll find a tree. What? So you're not going to sleep in one of the tents? No? You each of the really... One of you can just get a tent by themselves. If one of you... <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. I don't even have to do that. One of, us gets no, one of you has to sleep with the coach driver, and what? one of yeah. you gets to sleep alone. I am not sleeping with the weird French guy. I'm not sleeping with a weird French guy. Fight, fight, fight. What's French? (laughs) 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 You knew. You fucking knew. I guess so. Damn it. Look, 
It's fine. You, you can have the tent. I'll situate myself uh, somewhere else. Why don't you sleep on top of the carriage? That was my suggestion as I said. Yeah, Narcon, Narcon can sleep outside for once. I've never slept outside the city walls before. Look, don't get Actually, me yes, wrong. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's been a while of time. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't know you. Okay. But you don't seem like the outdoorsy type. I'm not. <laughs> what are you going to do about bugs? I didn't even think of that. No, I'm I don't. I'm sorry. You are sleeping outside. And <laughs> you did not shake on that. Verbal handshake. <laughs> is that, a, that, is that That's forced. That's a thing that, now. That's, yeah, that's a forced handshake. Yeah. <laughs> What's for dinner? Now that we have the sleeping arrangement sorted. I don't need to sleep. I just meditate. That's an elf thing, right? You need somewhere to do it, though. You can't meditate if bugs are flying on you. Stop interrupting my zenzo. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I can't meditate with the mosquito (laughs) gum. So you're still outside. I cannot escape into myself with a bug. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys watch as Wyatt reaches into a small... Wooden, uh, wooden crate underneath the seats of the coach on the inside where everything was like tucked up and like tied in so it was like wouldn't slide anywhere and he pulls out mm. all the little wooden bowls wooden utensils all that sort of stuff and he serves you guys up this it's it's a stew but it smells fucking phenomenal yeah like it and like and even he looks proud as he dishes it up and he hands you all the bowl and he's like, and um, he smiles again. He's like, this is a recipe my mama taught me. God's rest her soul. He's like, it's the best stew you have in your life. And he hands you all your little wooden bowls. Does this have cinnamon in it? <laughs> no, my friend, no cinnamon. Not for you, not yet. Okay. Dawn just like holds the bowl and like turns to the side while he's not looking and just like throws some seeds in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just say a little prayer and a bunch of like... Spice yeah, he from the ground. Like, <laughs> he doesn't see. <laughs> Some kind of spice witch, I see. <laughs> spice witch. Narcon thanks the Lord and digs in. Mm-hmm. He says yes. thank you to his. Thank you. Day. I'm not talking to him. No, I've got it. Oh yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. I appreciate that. But I was like, how rude for a god-fearing man. <laughs> but he looks at. He's like, my pleasure. I love to cook. It's one of the few things I get to do anymore that I enjoy. Oh, what else do you enjoy? Because traveling is fun. He's like, traveling is good, seeing new faces, new people, but you can only go so far with a horse and cart. I want to make a perception check. Is everybody eating the stew? Yeah. Oh, is well, everybody is... eating the stew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't I? I'll give you okay, some. You see it. Why, why it's eating it? Why it's eating? Like, okay, eating okay. I just food. want to see that everyone's eating it. <laughs> yes. Am I enjoying it? Speaking of perception checks, is there anything I would have noticed when I did my little... Um, roll, roll, perception or investigation, you know, like whatever skill you would attune, you would tie to doing that particular job. Um, what kind of saving throw if, if it was, like, if it tasted bad? It'd be calm, for sure. No, saving throw if, like, you go to, if you spill it on yourself. 19? Okay. As you... What would you say, you about 50 feet? You said you were doing, like, a, a yeah, full arc? Yeah, like 50-foot radius. Excuse me. So, with 50 feet, where you guys have stopped, there is definitely uh, pockets of uh, trees sort of 
they're like scattered, like peppered around like small clumps of trees, but also it seems like a lot of them have just been cut down and over time of the stumps have rotted away and people have pulled them out. So there's like one big main road and pockets of trees all around, really high grass on either side. And as you sort of move through on the edge of the road and like break through the edge of the grass, you can't seem to notice anything out of whack at the moment. But there is on the right-hand side, so like where the cart's parked up, because the cart's parked up on the right-hand side of the road, as you dive deeper into the grass like that, you do notice some breakaway in the grass, probably from like a medium-ish creature. could be any wild animal on the other side. But nothing immediately right now. I'll get the um, the thing of wire I have in my pack. Yeah. And wrap it around the trees in that area and then tie it back to myself. Okay. Cool. So what do you... Are you aiming to like set that as a trap basically as sort of just like a like an early, as a, as warning, an early system. warning system yeah right okay yeah cool you find i'll say it's easy enough you find there's one decent like into the grass there's one decent like tree with a good base and you're able to sort of prolong it along hook it around an older stump and then pull it back to yourself how many feet of rope did string give why do you have uh, is it like the regular like 50 feet of hemp and rope yeah i'm pretty sure no that's rope no this is, this like is wire. wire this is different uh, yeah so we'll give you 50 feet. Because it wasn't an actual item in the... Thing. No, that's right. Yep. I'll um, say 50 feet. We'll say we'll give you 50 feet. And at 50 feet, you're able to give yourself a nice line between that tree, the stump, yeah. and then Because you said 50 feet from the cart. So we'll do that. Um, yeah, but that's what you got. So there's there is some breakaway in the grass. Possibly something's moved through here. But you set up the wire just in case. Lovely. Yes. Is anyone else doing anything else as the night slowly draws to a close? Around this time, as you guys are getting prepped, you see why like um, douses the fire, takes your bowls and stuff, rinses them with whatever water he has out of the water skin, and begins to pack up. Basically, like you guys know, he's like, well, in your own time, and he goes in the cart. So he kind of leaves you guys to your devices. What do you do? Um, I want to go to the. I guess I'll start from my right in real life. Mm-hmm. I want to go to. Nar- I know what your name is. I want to go to Narco and I want to ask if he needs any any help with the night with tonight, any help setting up or with anything. Hmm. I'll have it die hard, huh? That's exactly what I. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I Did you need anything at all? No, no. I'm quite alright. You're all set for the night. Jump into the wait carriage. Yeah, wait carriage or tent? No, I'm wait. The carriage. No, I'm in the tent. Uh oh. This old chestnut. Henrik and Avatus were in a tent. Yes. White is in the coach. Leaves sleeping in a tree. Yeah, have that, your own tents. Yeah, you guys can have your own tents. It leaves two tents. Uh, then, I'll yep. to, then I'll go to Dawn. Um, is there anything you need at all? Any help winding down for the night? Any help setting up? Is there anything you need? Uh, I haven't thought of it. No. Thank you. Then I'm also fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> Just a bit confused because I wasn't expecting anyone to check if I needed any help. <laughs> the old um, switcheroo. <laughs> he was the old razzle dazzle. <laughs> um, and then I'll, I guess, try and find where um, Abatis is. Are you around? Yeah. You want a job. Are you a mask or a person yet? <laughs> I don't know. I can be a little both if you want. Uh, Did you want a job? 
you keep asking everyone if, if we need anything. Do you want something? Do you have something? I can give you something. What is it? In the trees over there. There's a, there's a berry. I need you to collect five of them. Put them in a little bag and come back. Do you have the bag? No. <laughs> That's my quest. I, I'll find a bag. Thank you. Thank you. I, okay, what, I'll bring them back soon. Right, I'm gonna go off and try and find some berries. <laughs> um, give me, um, make a nature check, I guess, to try and find a bush with a berry, berry Ooh. thing on it. Oh, nature is not my strong suit. Sixteen. In time. In this instance, leave after you set up the wire and sort of like hunk it down in the tree base where you sort of started it. You just watch this huge six foot dragonborn. Get like really down and is like uh, crawling through, and he's like fiddling at the bush at the time that you find a small thing of, I'll say, what's it, blueberries? I don't want to completely fucking kill you off the first time. Spend some time looking for berries. Hey, you you find it, you find it. Don't get the Hey, what the fuck are you doing? You hear that from above you. Unlike you, I'm being helpful, and I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah, I set up an early warning system. I've already walked away. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, that being in a bit of a bad mood yeah. with Leaf He's not questioning a... me with some dumb stuff, I'm He's just gonna. Not human, but I still fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop the berries at at uh, Avidus's feet and just go to the tent for the night. I was watching everything happen. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> as this situation. as this absolute delusional rampancy of a conversation goes on. Uh, Wyatt does stick his head out right as you guys are here, like the precipice of where everyone's getting ready to sort of hit the line up. And he says, I would recommend we have people take watch. Otherwise, what do you kids say? We can uh, risk it for the biscuit. I'm always down to risk it for the biscuit. I have berries if you want. Very fresh. Hmm. That's something. I'm not even going down that way. <laughs> I'm happy to do a watch if needed. Oh, wait, yeah, no, it's okay. No, you, you watch as he, he looks up and he gets a good trajectory of, like... <laughs> he takes stock of um, nice. where the sky currently sits and he goes, roughly nine, ten hours, we can do watches at two hours each. If, and I believe it ends up being about three or four. I'm still on that tree. Okay. Question. Yes, student. This is outside of that um, knock-on zone. Yep. If I meditate, am I still aware of my surroundings? Um, I believe an elf meditating is the same as if you were sleeping. You basically go into yourself, but you just don't have to be, quote-unquote, asleep for as long as everybody else. I believe, if I remember correctly, an elf... six hours. An elf trancing is like six hours instead of eight, or four hours instead of eight. It's something weird like that. But you basically treat it as if you're four sleeping. Hours a day. Four hours, there you go. Okay. Yeah, you can meditate something consciously for four hours a day while meditating you can dream after a fashion such as you're actually mentally. After, okay, all right. So it's basically like I can sleep for four hours and rest like, and come back like I'm eight. eight yeah, hours, so. yep, exactly right. Okay, well then, that's good to know. For these watches and stuff like that, I can cover two shifts. Technically, yeah, if you really wanted to. Yeah, definitely. So I can do... Yeah. Mark on will take the first two shifts and sleep. You want to take the first two watches? Okay. Because they're two hours, right? Two hours each, yeah. Yeah, so that I can meditate for the four hours and still get an eight-hour rest. True, if you take the first two, then... Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you want to do that, you can, definitely. That way everyone else can get more sleep. 
And who would like who would take the second and let me just I'll double take check. The last watch, the third or fourth. Before dawn. I'm just making sure. The sunrising that is. Uh, let me double check. I was assuming. Yeah. Hours? So it would um. Is it it's hours? it's uh yeah. So there'll be four watches in total to make sure that everyone it can be watched uh, the entire night into the morning. I don't think Leaf was a part of the watch situation. I would say yeah, you're probably out of the circle, so you're sort of like just off in your own little world. Doing what I normally do when I sleep in the wilderness. <clears throat> okay. So you're sort of adjacent from this conversation. Numero uno. <laughs> cool. So Wait, who's taking the middle watch? Uh, I said I'll take the last watch. I can. Okay. Okay. So Narcon is going to do one and two. Mm-hmm. Dawn will do three. Henrik will do four. So, uh, everyone else besides Narcon, you take your leave, and then Narcon, you find yourself not alone, but doing the watch solo. Yeah for that evening. So I would like you to please roll me a perception check for your first watch, for the first two hours of watch. Perception. Perception. I love this. That's my friend. 14. 14, yep. So, uh, the first two hours go past without any real incident. Uh, you do feel the air gets colder as the night grows later. The moon beginning to crest over and breaking through some of the clouds as it does so. Soon enough, you find those first two hours hitting the precipice to the end. You move on to the second one, so you can please make a second perception check for me. Gosh, this is so boring. I wish something fun would happen. Aren't you meditating? No. No, that's later. That's why he's doing the first two watches. That's fine. He wasn't in the circle, so it's understandable that he wasn't listening. (laughs) Knock on rolls of 21, so he's a wide-eyed owl that sees absolutely... Head on a swivel wheel. (laughs) Legit like an owl. Snaps his neck around Stand 180. The, <laughs> <laughs> the hair winds up. <laughs> <laughs> Little hangman's news. Literally. Um, so the, by this point, the moon is cresting overhead. Uh, this time, uh, the moon is casting a beautiful lunar glow down along the camp and around and the grasslands surrounding it. And as you land into the final stretch of your watch, nothing else really happens. I was um, hoping for something. <laughs> off in the distance, you hear faint... Like the chirping of crickets and like cicadas and that sort of stuff. Like the insects doing their little nocturnal rhythmic music far off in the distance. Hmm. Um, but in time, the your second watch ends and it is now time for you to go get dawn so that you can meditate. Investigation check. Legit. <laughs> this is where I'm gonna have to suss out whose tent's where. So. Sure. Give me investigation. <laughs> give me give investigation. <laughs> I'm gonna be waking up the wrong people. I rolled a twelve. <laughs> you open one tent. Where you sure you saw Dawn go into? And the only thing you see is a skull mask with a long beard attached to it. Kind of glowing a little bit. Across from which is a really big jacked up dragonborn kind of like roll over to one side. <laughs> like trying to save space, even though there is plenty of specs beside him. It's quite interesting. There's literally no one else in this room with him, and he's still in the corner. <laughs> right. Next tent. It's not the one I need. Uh, By process of elimination, you figure it out. That was just fun for me. <laughs> like, I wanted to go wake this guy up. He's <laughs> in a tree. He would, yeah. Oh. Like, he's not in a tent. Hmm. I mean, roll investigation bad enough. 
With that though, you do, you sort of have a quick peek and you find that Dawn has her equipment set up there. I shake her toe. Grab her toe and shake it. That's actually like the most efficient way to wake up. Oh my god, I'm a What? What? Sorry. When you shake a Toshikata, startles awake and goes to grab, <laughs> grab her scimitar and then realizes it's you. It's the, the one dressed in black all the time. Knock Oh, is it that time already? Yes, sorry. It is. I'm quite sorry. You gotta take over now. No worries. And she like just drags herself out and her hair is like when the braids are out. It's this big, <laughs> big orange, <laughs> like... You yes. got perm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hide that very well. You hide that very well. Hide what very well? Nothing. Never mind. It's okay. Mm. I'm taking your bed spot back. Yeah. You have your own tent. But it's warm. <laughs> it's like it actually, he got be, it would be very warm. It's a warm there. toilet seat. Actually, yeah, he's, he's, he got you on that one. I'm not no, sure no. if I like this or not. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> likes a warm toilet seat. <laughs> oh. That's an awful perception tag. What'd you do? I rolled a two. Oh no, she's gonna burn oh, down the camp. I do have a, I do have advantage on it. Does that mean I can re-roll? Advantage on perception. Yeah. Uh yes, you can. Okay. That's a ten. That's no better. In the meantime. Oh, plus three, so it's thirteen. Okay. So, as the moon reaches its apex and begins its descent. The light breeze flowing through the grassland and camp begins to die down. As the natural silence begins to uh, settle on you, you feel that chill, back like that chill of absolute quiet. Like where it's so quiet, like your body begins to feel uncomfortable. Uh, uh, the hairs on your neck begin to stand up. As you feel the light breeze, like just briskly which across your skin, it's like that odd sense of being alone in the wilderness. Does the 17 hit you? Oh, damn. Uh-oh. ODM, that's right. It does indeed, sire. It does indeed. Damn, that sucks. Jesus. I didn't notice that. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, not at this range. Not at this range. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Uh, you get hit for five piercing damage. As you're looking around, and there's a whistle at about 100 feet, and you get here with an arrow in the shoulder, and the silence is broken by the like the agony, the agony shooting through your shoulder. What do you do? Oh well, I mean, do do I? Am I? Does she get the first action? Well, actually, I'll I'll give it. Actually, I realize there's something of this. So as that arrow hits. And you recoil, but you pull yourself back in, and like now in that instance where like the pain's starting to hit, you're like, fuck, something's just, I'm just in shot. You start hearing the like rustling of the grass, and I will, because I remember that like, you remind me, you do have the wire, then you feel the tug on your hip as the wire runs down the tree and begins to move. As you sit up and look, and there's a split second where you notice the thing that walked past the tree feels the difference of the weight and looks and you lock eyes with this maniacal looking what almost looks like like a hyena like a giggle dog but standing on two legs 
with a huge, jagged, fucked up looking sword. And then when you clock the one, you start, you notice across the chest on the other side, but there's another one. And then there's a third one. And you realize that these things have started circling him and they're on foot. And Dawn eventually you start to hear it and then you realize it's these I, huge humanoid dog things. Would I have seen them before? Would I know what they are? Ooh, history check. Real quick, as we do this. But while, so while he's going through his memory, what are you doing right now? All right, so so am I able to react with an attack immediately? Nat 20, baby. Knowles. Knowles. Fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the thing that shot you? Yeah. Uh, you would have to make a perception check to see if you could trail where the arrow came from. Yeah. Uh, that's 16 for my first attack. Uh, 5 for my second, so 16. Um, with a 16, you... You perfectly hit it, stealth check, by the way. Um, you quickly snap, I was looking this way, that's where the arrow hit me, and then just, just in the distance, you see the light catch its eyes, about 100, 110 feet. There's this weird, fucked up looking bow with this sick, big smile, where it realizes it's nailed you. That guy's about 100 feet away from the camp, but for Leaf looking at the camp, the cart is facing north, so save the cards forward. You've got one on the left, one on the right, one at the front. And as soon as I locked eyes, Leaf would yell. No! Next. Wake up! Do I get to react with that attack? Ah, uh, yes, now you can. Yep, yeah. sorry. Yeah. All right. No, that, that's all good. Um, so, yeah, Do it. the arrow would hit her, and it would kind of be like this pain deranged like look on her face. She like goes, Ugh! and then she turns around, and like we're really pissed off look on her face, she just casts Scorching Ray in the general direction. <laughs> absolutely Jesus. disregarding her surroundings. And oh, just magic. What the hell is this? <gasps> Not 20! <to laughs> okay, hit. cool. That's a 25. Yep. Oh wow, popped up on my screen. It's real Nat 20. It's been oh, recorded. Oh my god. No, it does. So Nat 20, okay. So roll the damage on the arrow guy. Uh, that's 17 flaming damage. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Uh, mm, 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 mm. So for you guys who are asleep or meditating and living in a mask, I guess, vice versa, mm. you hear Dawn kind of like grunt with the pain. Yeah. You hear Leaf yell out Knolls and then it, it, like, it's like a trail, like, <laughs> you're like, ah, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone's thrown a sound effect board down the, like, down the stairs and hit every button. <laughs> and the last sound you guys are left with is what sounds like, it sounds like a dog, but like mutated, shrieking off in the distance of the night. And you guys are instantly struck away. You know what's going on. Henrik, you roll over. Abbott is like a <laughs> like come back to like full like full bodied mode. Narcon, you break out of your meditation, and even White looks up, sees at it, and like, oh my dear god. Uh, everyone, roll your initiative. That was so warm. So twenty-five to twenty. Mm. Oh yep. Okay, Ghost Man. Um, oh wait, I had twenty. Oh yo, but you had what? Did you see? Twenty. So you had natural 20 plus what? No, oh, zero. I was like, oh, okay. 17 plus three, which is 20. Yeah. Who, uh, high dexterity, I'm assuming, is you, right? 
So it'd be it'd be leaf before Avidus. Wouldn't that twenty be the first thing? No, because it's still just adding up on top. Yeah. Leaf. Uh, okay. Um, nineteen to fifteen. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a running thing. It is now. And then I'm assuming. What would you get, Henrik? Uh, 12. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I've got you in there. I remembered, it's okay. I've got you. Right. Top of the initiative, Leaf. Okay. So, so you're in a tree, about 20 feet off the ground. Did the one that walked through my wire trip on it at all, or did just walk through it? Not enough to trip him, okay. but he's... So where you are, it is the knot on the right-hand side of the cart, but you are right there. Like, he's right, right there. Him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I drop out of the tree, <laughs> and as I drop out of the tree, I yell, "Guathan!" Oh, cool, cool. Slice my sword down. So, Assassin's Creed. Dawn, you catch the Dawn, you catch this. Oh no, I would say you catch this breaking out of because you were no, you were inside the tent. So it is just Dawn. You watch as Leaf rolls off the tree branch. And says, hey, say it again, sorry. Gwathrin. Gwathrin, you watch his sword instantly teleport from his sheath into his hands as he comes down and stabs down top of the knoll. Uh, roll your attack. I fucking love that word. Uh, 14. <sighs> no, just miss. So as you come down, the knoll like sort of gets the, gets the other hand and rolls its back and you collide and hit off. Okay. Do you get one attack with two attacks? Um, well, I have a bonus action unarmed strike. But Go for it. Monk boy. No thanks. Oh, okay. That'd be a disadvantage. It would be. Mmm. Juicy stuff. Okay. Um, but I will take a kind of action as my bonus action and I'll disengage and just move back 15 feet. Yeah, so you give yourself like a decent like hop, step, hop skip and a jump and give yourself 15 feet of room between you. But as you like roll off its back, it's like... <laughs> And you watch it, like one eye is completely glassed out white and one eye is like a deep black and it's jowls flip out and it's just got big, not in a good order set of teeth. Like there, like there is no dental plan for these gnolls and his teeth are like all fucked up. And you watch the moonlight catching the bits of drool and like you just gross shit. one of the ugliest gnolls I've ever killed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that is going to be Avidus, your turn. So you... Pop back to being physical after going into like your, I guess you call it like a like a trance, I guess, for you, and um, make your way out of your tent immediately in the vicinity of the car, and you realize that there is these giant humanoid dog-looking things that you've never seen before encircling the camp. You see off the, you see off the right hand side from when you got a tent that Leaf is already in combat with one. Dawn currently has a jagged arrow sticking out of her shoulder. There is um, a smell and faint embers of a scorched. Knoll off in the distance, and there's two more coming from the front and the left hand side of the cart. Is there any choke point? No, it's open field, there's no real choke point. But both of the knolls, so the knoll at the tree where are Leaf looking, is. Are there any knolls looking at me? Are there any knolls, actually, no, are there any knolls in the mock looking at me? At the moment, the only one that probably couldn't. Or the, around the area. Make a perception check. Make a perception. I'll give you a free perception check to see if you can spot the one that's attention is currently diverted the most. I love that noise. It's hard to tell. Like, the fact that, like, with like, sort of elongated necks and the way they're, like, sort of scoping through, you find it's going to be hard to try and engage one and not okay. sort of have um, the attention of the other. Am I able to see any of that, like, 
Okay, so for the ones that are like, let's say like medium distance, so not the closest ones, but the one from the furthest ones, I want to throw my five berries in their direction. So that would be, I would say the clearest shot you'd have will be the one on your left hand side. That's about 15, 20 feet away. I'm going to throw five berries in their general direction, which casts... Okay. Um, who's in the which casts spike growth. Ah, you're a berry mancer, I see. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the planter caster. Those I've never been more happy to see something come full circle. Those berries have been <laughs> <laughs> um, Sure, what has to happen? Um, to so the thing? ground in a 20 foot radius um, twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. Jesus so Christ. normally it's sharp thorns, but I thought berries would be a bit better. Um, when a character, hey, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When a creature moves into a win in the area, it takes two d two d four piercing damage for every five feet of travel. So it's in a twenty foot radius. Sweet. So you oh. cast these. <laughs> well, and if also if they can't see it, um, they make a wisdom perception check against um, my spell save. So I was gonna say they probably would see you throw the berries. That's why I was asking if there were any looking Yeah, <laughs> but the, I'm going to say this Noel's not going to have a really good idea as to what exactly is happening. It looks like you just throw these little pellets at it. Yeah, yeah. And then they hit the deck. You watch it as like these berries like just fall short of the feet. Yeah, it's like just imagining berry trees just coming out of the ground like big vines. The berries... It's a bramble. They don't even hit the Noel. They fall just short of its feet and they roll their feet. And it's like... <laughs> and it begins to laugh. And then there's a... There's a ground rumbles. And like vines and like roots grow out of the berries, and it just explodes like a net bomb, and like tangles up. And you watch as like it slices up the shins and like the lower ankle. There's no like, and it's now having trouble with these really annoying berries. Cool. Thank you. It does two D two D four piercing damage at the beginning of its turn or the end of its turn. Um, when a creature moves or is within the area. Right. Okay. So it hasn't exactly moved yet, but it has to get through 20 feet of this shit before it goes. So we'll get is to that when it gets there. Yes, it counts kind of yeah, as difficult terrain. terrain. So it's basically going to have to spend its whole turn getting to the edge of that before it does anything. Cool. For is ten, it up to 10 minutes? Yeah, that's lethal. That's forever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to do for your turn? Um, that's pretty much all I can do. I can do one move. No bonus actions, anything like that? No. no? Okay. That's going to bring us to Dawn. So Dawn, you've let off, you've let off Scorching Ray. You lit this bitch up 100, 110 feet away. Um, you've just heard one of the other gnolls screech and you realize Avatus has done something and now there is an absolute just mess of like thorns and like natural looking barbed wire around this gnoll's feet. And you, um, there's the one under the tree, which has now got its attention set on Leaf. And there is still two more uh, accosting <clears throat> the camp, because there's four. So what do you want to do? Can I see the... Oh, sorry. One on the hill, one with Leaf, one with Avidus. There's one more that will be coming from the front that you sort of have an idea of where it is. Okay. Um, the There's one on the hill, did you say? That's the one you lit up, 110 feet away. Are they... <laughs> Yeah, literally drive-by shooting stuff. Are they, they still alive or...? Barely. Seeing that the first one 
did not kill him. She's just going, you dirty fucking bitch. And then she's going to cast her second Scorching Ray again. Go for it. Bring the aggressive. Um, that's a 20 to hit. Absolutely. Just knocks. That's <laughs> uh, another nine flaming damage. With that Scorching Ray, you watched as this knoll was like using its very jagged bow to get itself up and it's like starting to whimper and like limp and like try to get itself set. The next one just lands and it's just like, ah, and it's like barking and shrieking and making the most just horrific noise that you've heard. And for a split second, as you watch the flesh tear away from its body, it takes you back to a time where you saw fire do something that bad to people. And it kind of leaves you shook for a bit, but it does go down. Do I, is attempting to take the arrow out, is that, uh... Let's <laughs> take it out. Leave <laughs> <laughs> <Blame> it in! <laughs> um, cleric, like... I would, I would, don't need a cleric. I'm me. <laughs> you, can, you could. I'm, I'm not, I don't think there's really a mechanic that, like, you get more hurt pulling an arrow out, but I'll, I'll let you dictate how you do it. Push it through, obviously. Yeah, you, bre- you break it off. First, maybe even you snap the um, head off. Oh no, that bad boy's meaty in the oh, in the joint. You snap the, the feathers off. Push it through. Like what? Fletching. Fletching. So what do you want to do? I feel like pushing it through when it hasn't gone all the way through. It's just as bad as transporting. If it's gone, yeah, don't do that. Pulling it out is worse because it's medicine one hundred and one stragglers, and that'll rip your shit out. Push it through. Ah, uh, your shit, the correct medical term <laughs> for that goo in well, your how, shoulder. How far in is it? It's it's, it's in, in the meat, man. Bad. It's in the bone. As far as it can go. <laughs> Without going it's, all the way. It's, it's touching the bone, probably. Uh, I'm just going to snap the end off and leave it in. Oh, okay. That, that hurt. Um, is there anything else you would like to do for your turn? I'll consider that a free object interaction. I, fe- I felt that in my collarbone. <laughs> Anything else? Any bonus no. actions? No. Okay. Cool. Nark on your turn. He surveys the the battlefield and susses out where everyone's in. Has anyone been hurt? The gnolls just screaming. Yeah, yeah. Here. Other than the gnolls. <laughs> oh. You, where you are, you see Doyle's got a gaping, like not good wound on the left shoulder. Would you like me to heal you? If you could, please! Child's play for me. I mean, I feel like healing it doesn't fix the problem. You just Still fix the skin over the top <laughs> and it just permanently has an arrow inside of it. How does magic healing work? I'm not real versed in it. Does like the arrow it doesn't, like, rewind time. Does the arrow out. disintegrate inside Look, the shoulder? I don't or? It's magic. My... It's like cauterizing. I don't balloon. question the Lord. <laughs> I don't question who gives me my powers. I just use them. I'm still trying to figure out. You can still very rarely have an arrow in your shoulder once it's healed. Right, so the first thing that I have to do. I'm gonna make my way to the door. Oh, she's like literally like five feet. Like it's within your reach, man. You're right. (laughs) Is anyone? anyone? She's like right next to me. Oh, would I have to roll medicine to try and pull that arrow out? No. (laughs) No? Just yank that bitch out if you want. Okay. Just a bunch of canine Americans if that thing. Oh. But if she king hits you, that's on you. You should make him roll medicine. If he gets under 10, she takes damage. 
Yeah, the, that's what I was thinking. Like, is I'm that what you guys want? Are we going to do this right now on yeah, the air? Yes. So if I okay. get poorly, roll the medicine check. Never get hit with an arrow. Please don't roll poorly. I hope this is enough. Nine. Nine? Roll a d4. Seventeen damage. Wait, yeah. it's a triangle one. It's a one. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happened. <laughs> oh my god. Somehow, we tried to get the first arrow out with another arrow, and now there's two arrows stuck in you. <laughs> and I've done that with his shulks. And we've got that artery that goes right through there, two. and she's bleeding. Two. Uh, you take... You take two points of piercing damage. I guess slashing. Okay. I can slicing fix that. damage. I can fix that. It's okay. Piercing. <laughs> piercing reverse. reverse. Piercing. Yeah, reverse piercing damage. Okay, so intercept. <laughs> oh, that's to fix the arrow. I mean, I could fix the arrow. I'm definitely. Make I can't, I'm not I'm kidding. I can what are you doing? <laughs> I forgot what spells I have. Oh, sorry, guys. Okay, I'm gonna cast healing word at first level. So that is. Six health points to you. That is a instantaneous. Yeah, literally anyone I can see within range of me gets one d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So you get six hit, uh, hit points from that. Yeah, so. The thank you. Sorry about the arrow. That's, I'm still learning. No worries. You don't need to be so. You find level. that you find that <laughs> when when he holds his hand out to do the healing word though, because obviously healing words like. Like you speak the incantation and stuff. When Narcon does it, he says the word. He says the words correctly, like well, as correctly as you would know them. Like traveling with other magic users, the hand, the glow that comes out of his hand is green, and then on the air, but like you hear it clear as day. There's just like this as the green comes out, passes over the wound, and you are healed, and the injury is gone. Where are you? <laughs> you? When people say your music literally saved my life, that's this what, they is mean. what they mean. Just ignore the voices that you heard. It's okay. No. Anything else, Narcon, you would like to do? Hmm. I can't cast the second spell, can I? I only got one action in that. I should be a spellcaster more often. Hmm. Um, no, I, that's it for now, I'm gonna... Lovely. Okay. Let me know in one minute if you need some healing. <laughs> <laughs> one minute exactly! <laughs> that's like this entire battle. Well, you better hurry up. Now is you the Noel's turn. <laughs> so, we'll rectify the first one. The knoll stuck in the Bramble of Thorns and Razor Blades <laughs> is um, going to spend its entire movement. They have 30 feet, but I believe difficult terrain is for every five feet, it becomes 10. Mm. So it is just going to be able to get to the edge and it takes... Uh, every five feet takes so a total of four. Um, no, it's, no, isn't it? If it ends its turn in that, it takes 2d4, I believe it was. Um, so it's maxed its movement now. moves into or within, it oh. takes 2d4 piercing for every 5 feet it travels. Fuck. So, <laughs> so yes. it takes 64? So it goes 15 feet? Yeah. 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 64. 64. Roll yeah. 64, please. And damage my knoll, you inconsiderate fuck. I can, I can add them up on here if you want. So. He's got oh, no, he's let, got it. Yeah, he's got it. We're doing the same thing. 
So, you watch as the knoll aggressively tries to pull its leg free, and you watch as the wounds that were already there from like the thorns and stuff just get worse, and it scrapes more and it scratches more. It trips on more of the brambles, and in their like incessant capability to understand exactly what's going on, begins to writhe more and drag itself further through the the bramble like the thorns. By the time when you see this thing push itself back up, it is just so bad. It looks like this thing is going to fall with a blender. Like it's scarred all up its arms. There are chunks of like the fatty bits of the muscle and the bone where it's torn itself. There are little like bits of like its own fur dangling where it's like matted and like they're dirty and messed up, but it's come off the skin, but the fur still stuck together. So you're seeing the bits of the fur dangle and it's whimpering in fear, but it's also getting more angry. So you watch it begins to salivate more. Like it really just wants to take a fucking bite out of you, but it can't right now. When I said parents berries, I didn't think it would be this commercial. I'm helping. <laughs> I just, I just got serious um, flashbacks to the Urukai fucking sliding himself down Aragorn's sword oh, before yeah. he gets his head chopped off. Oh, Lurtz. I love that one. I was yeah. saying that I should get the XP for that. Cause <laughs> two more. So we have two more knolls. So this is going to be the one, the one at the front of the cart is going to. Did his die? Ah, uh, no. Okay. He's barely floating by the wow. thinnest, yeah, the thinnest <laughs> string of life that could possibly exist. The one that was at the front or adjacent to the cart is going to run across and is going to meet you in the middle and it pulls out a very twisted, an amalgamation of like raw metals that have kind of just been cobbled together with like a very shoddy hill. And it's like, and it's gonna come in and take a swing at you with its sword. Ooh, and it misses. So as it comes through, just in this erratic state, just takes a swipe and just nicks a little bit of your robe, but it misses and, and it's like... That still feels like that. That's worse than getting hit. Yeah, that's really bad. I can heal my HP. Yeah. You don't have a seamstress. This no, uh, no. this guy that you guys are messing with. <laughs> I can mend anything. Oh, you're mending. Oh my can you mend Ooh. my robe? I can't. The one that match with you, you find it has, um, has its sword as well. And like, like switch it to like a reverse grip. Getting low. Okay, give it a go. 14 is not gonna hit, is it? It is. Oh, okay. I don't know why I'm happy, but. This is so OP. It's going to hit you for five. And uh, that one is currently cooking, like meatloaf, so. Okay, cool. Uh, Henrik, that is you with Leaf on deck. Okay, so Henry's gonna run out. I obviously didn't have time to put my armor on, so I'm just wearing. Like oh, my, you playing it this way? <laughs> I'm just wearing my rig. I mean, I'm not gonna sleep in chainmail. Do you know how uncomfortable that is? Yeah, it's half naked. Yeah, I think there's a thing that you would actually not get a proper night's sleep if you slept in chainmail. I've seen it used before. I don't know. I get exhaustion points because I wouldn't get a proper night's sleep. But I'm just going off comfortability. <laughs> You're a fucking dragon. You're not even gonna feel it. Where you've come out of your tent, there is Abatus to your side with one on him mm -hmm. and that 
hit bad bramble of thorns <laughs> right now. And then on the opposing side, about 10, 15 feet away, is Leaf currently locked in combat with another. And there's Narcon and Dawn sort of within like 10 feet of you. Dawn um, and Narcon sort of like surveying the battlefield. And then you do see uh, the smeltering in the distance about 100 feet away of what was once a So there's just dope. there's two alive. One is the one Jack's looking at. There's One's th- the one that's fighting. There's three alive. There's three, sorry. There's, um, so the one the one that's in the Bramble with Jack, mm-hmm. the one up against, or Avidus rather, the one that's in the Bramble, mm-hmm. the one that's up against him, and the one that de- leaves fighting on the opposing there's side. There's one up against there's two, he's got two on. Yeah, but one's in the Bramble, remember? It can't get out, it can't actually get to him, it's in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that one gonna take more damage because it didn't make it out of the Bramble? Uh, no, because he took its maximum, he took its max damage, you say as long as it moves through it, it gets damaged. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. Um, so you've got, you've got free pickings, baby. What are you gonna do? Um, Okay, so as I'm running to Avidus's side, because if I stand next to him, I can still fight. Oh yeah, definitely, running. definitely. Um, I'll yell out to Dawn and Narcon. I'm gonna tell him to go check on the carriage driver. Signor Le Bubbles. What? Signor Le Bubbles. I'm gonna say when you guys are done resting, or when you guys are done doing whatever you're doing over there, go check on Wyatt. All right, we haven't seen him yet. Don't tell me what to do. Just listen. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run next to Avidus. It's not a phase, mom. And I'm going to. Um, you got a big fucking sword. I'm gonna go and hit this dude in front of me. Let's, let's see. Please God. Oh. Please God, help me. Daddy missed. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? I got 11. Unfortunately, you did miss. Oh, no. So as you go to swipe the one. Like that's right up in Avidus's business. Mm-hmm. It catches you and just steps out of the way. Like, <laughs> close shave for you, Avidus. Yeah. This huge long sword just comes right down the middle. My robes are under attack. That's right. You have no bonus action, nothing like that. Nope. No. Okay. So that goes back to top of initiative. Leaf, that's you. With Avidus, you're on deck. Leaf reaches with his offhand and grabs a dagger out. You slippery bitch, how many weapons do you have back in this thing? Uh, 17 to hit. Oh yeah, baby. So, with my short sword, I will attack. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. So, seven slashing damage. Oh, well done, well done. Let me make a calculator, I can't do that. Yep. And then with my dagger. God damn you and your fucking offhand shit. <laughs> you got a two weapon fight? That's yeah. Cool. This uh, man's meticulous. 16 to hit. Yes, it does. Um, uh, five slashing damage. Well done, well done. So you come in. Uh, with remind me, what's the sword's name again? The sword has not We have Gwathren. Gwathren, yeah. So it's Gwathren. You pull Gwathren up and slash right up the big, like meaty, like the meat of the chest, and it's like it's and as it's wincing, you follow through like with reminiscent of like when your father used to teach you traditional sword fighting, and you come in with a dagger and just bury it right in the base of the neck where the neck meets the chest because the dolls have longer necks, and. It goes to wince again, but it's very gurgled and distorted for like, you've obviously slit something bad. It's like... And, yeah, not looking well. Come on, you mage. What? 
Anything else you would like to do? Um, no. No? Abidus, that's you with Dawn on deck. Yeah, I'm going to throw a fireball at this dude in front of me. It's null. The one in the grass or the one that's right there? Which one took a swipe at me and damaged my road? The one that that's right, uh, that's right, right to next to you that Henrik also tried to cleave down. So I want an Eldritch Blast or a Fireball. In the same... Let's do an Eldritch Blast. How many do you get at third level for Eldritch Blast? Is it just... I just get it as a cantrip. Yeah. No, but do you only get one? Because remember, as you level up, you get two and three. Is it it one at level three? Eldritch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it shoots multiple things, doesn't it? Uh, Two beams at fifth. Oh, we're not at fifty yet. We're at yeah, third, so it's one beam at the moment. Okay, I just want to make sure that you I won't get cheated. You won't get cheated out of ma- uh, magic rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Like just different directions. Oh, uh, Sixteen. Yes, it does. Yeah, Royal damage. Let's do some damage. So you, seven. And, and, nice. Okay. So that'll be. Does that do force damage yes. back? Uh, you actually have to have, there's this particular skill you get where you, your Eldritch Blast can knock them backwards, but normally you, they just get, it's yeah, like they get punched by a beam. I was just checking. I think it's like Eldritch Adept. What was the damage, sorry? Thank you, currently. Yes, Eldritch Adept, I think it's something along those lines. Lovely, so you watch Henrik as, as Abedus like puts his hands together and it's like this orange beam just comes down and you hear this crunch as it hits this, and I was like, and it like hits in the gut region, like forces all the air out, and it does not look happy. Uh, anything else, Abbas, you would like to do? No, uh, like nope? okay, cool. Uh, so, Dawn, that's you. Narcon, you're on deck. Alright, so, which, what's the distance of the one closest to me? Where you are? That would be, because Leaf's got his up in his shit. It'd be the one that's directly in combat with Abbas and Henrik. Which is about from you, 10 feet. 10, 15 ish, give or take. Oh, sweet, that works. Um, I am going to. I will go check on Old Maid in the carriage. Wyatt. So. <laughs> Marco is so happy. <laughs> so, as you as you uh, turn back, quickly see your hand in the carriage, you see Wyatt is in there and he's very. He's like, <gasps> and you find he has like a, a dagger in his head. He's like. Forgive me, mademoiselle. I am too pretty to fight. We? Oui? <laughs> I'm too old. Oh. <laughs> um, she'll look between the dagger and him, and she'll just go, that's fine. Just stay in here. Stay safe. Just don't do anything. Don't move. And she'll, like, slowly close as the you, As you shut the gun, you're like, oh, he sounds he like a plan, no? <laughs> Is he okay? He's fine. He's fine. Um, how much movement did that cost to go and check on him? Five feet, ish. Can I still attack? Yeah, if you want to move, if you want to move up another ten feet to get onto the knoll, that's literally in between. You know what? If you're oh, I only need he only, I only need to be within fifteen feet of him. Oh, I was gonna say, if you're making a melee attack, you would get an advantage for flanking because you basically you guys have just like gang bashing this dude between three people <laughs> like he gets knocked back and then someone else does him in so it depends on if you're doing it a spell or if you're doing a melee attack I'm, gonna do, I'm just gonna do a spell okay okay um now I believe I'm just tr- triple checking what kind of yeah it's a dexterity saving throw alright fuck <laughs> um goddamn monsters I'm gonna I'm gonna use what, what do I have to beat um it is 
thirteen. No, <laughs> he got a five. Alright, so I'm gonna cast... Why is it when I record any of these, I fucking roll like dog shit <laughs> every time? So I'm gonna cast nice. Burning Hands, and it sort of um, extends out in a, in a cone of 15 feet, and it's 11 flaming damage. A cone? You would hit them. Yeah. That's fine, I'm resistant to fire. That means you get half damage. Abatis, on the other hand, is not. So I'll give you an opportunity. Do you still want to do it? You gonna do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so you guys have to make deck saves. And to be oh. like, and and like, obviously I don't want to hurt any of my teammates, but for this particular sort of scenario, Dawn's not used to fighting alongside other people. She's not used to taking. Fair, no, fair enough. Okay, so you guys will still need to make your deck yeah, saves because I, I, I can use ethereal defense against fire damage. They don't know what that is yet. But I don't know what that does. Now, um, <laughs> you need to make your deck saves still regardless to see how much overall damage you have to take. Because it's it's a save for half, right? Uh yes. Okay, so it's make your make half. your deck saves. Ten. So you fail. But I take half anyway. You take half anyway because you're resistant. Yes. Uh, Same resistance to fire. <laughs> what was the damage again? Uh, eleven. I think. Sorry, let me just check. It disappeared. Check what the does your spell do? Yeah, eleven. Eleven. Okay, so he's not. No, don't look. What does your spell do? So the null failed. So you watch as it's just this cone, and it just engulfs it and it starts. It's like it's a sickening sound. I take only two damage. You take only two damage. So you just watch. Wait, yep. Can I? Because I have uh, interception as a fighting style. If I have a shield, it just says when a, when like. Alright, when a creature you see hits a target other than you within five feet, so that would be Narcon, uh, with an no, attack. No, that Avatus, Narcon. Sorry, Avatus, uh, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage by 1d10 plus 2. So. Did you I, come out with your shield though? Because you said you yeah, came out. I just don't have my clothes on. Oh, I okay. Oh, I'm I mean. I'm behind his shield so I don't take two damage. <laughs> well, that's what it is. You can, yeah, I can reduce your da the damage to zero. So, do yeah. you still want to use ethereal defense? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll take, I'll take off the knife. Okay. So, <laughs> no, so you run to intercept as the Wait, fire. No, take off the full damage. What is it? 1d10? Well, it's 1d10 plus two. And you're only taking two damage, right? But you have to roll a d10. I mean, either way, he's going to take zero damage. Oh, yeah, because if he uses both, so yeah, he's he's fine. So, so you watch as you see this as well. That's fine. Minus it by ten. <laughs> as the burning hands comes out in this just absolute monstrosity of a flaming cone, you do this hectic dive with this big shield, catch it, and the fire still like kind of engulfs around and burns you a little bit. You're resistant, so you're okay. But you watch as you go to check on Avatus. You watch as some of the fire just begins to pass through him mm -hmm. and then whoosh, he comes back to a solid form that's cool and your shield yep yeah, you helped him how much damage do i take on uh so it was 11 half so i take half so am i taking five five you take you always ran down but yeah that's your special special ability that he has that's groovy and i used it in context <laughs> <laughs> context clues um that would be so. That was Dawn. Yeah. And that was your turn. You have nothing else. Is that Noel dead? 
he is on the thinnest thread of life. He's not looking good. Every monster we fight, they, they can be on the cusp of death, <laughs> and they still, still take like 17 more hits. <laughs> exactly. He's looking he is bad. He's not looking good. Later. <laughs> he's really just holding on. <laughs> okay, he wasn't looking good, good before. Now he's really not <laughs> yeah. looking good. Narcon, that's you. Technically me. Zoni <laughs> healing. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Narcon's just like hanging in the back, Legit, like just running around. Good job, man! Like patting someone and just blasted <laughs> with fire. I'm just like conscientious observer, <laughs> guys. Nah, we're good, man. Well, I got the pacifist run. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, yeah, what are you? What are you gonna do? I am going to approach my bestie over here, which I, the dragon with the shield and sword and the burn, <laughs> burn wounds. Um, and I will touch you. Uh, you have good set. Uh, <laughs> willing creature. 2022, guys, gotta ask. Well, I mean, whatever year we're in. Candy. Alright, and. I just can't remember, that's a good point. Well, it does say a willing creature. Imagine <laughs> yeah, if you weren't willing. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. I cast Heal Cure Wounds. Heal! Yeah, yeah, the. Ignore the voices. Don't worry about them. They, they go away soon. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know yet. Don't you dare bring that back! <laughs> Don't no. join the navy. <laughs> I gotta say, that that you, you hear um, those? An eight to heal him, so all that damage you just took is completely gone. Well done. Yeah, yeah, excellent. My smoldering scales are no more. Narcon coming in with the clutch here. And is there anything else you would like to do? You're supposed to say thank you. That's not my turn. With that, I fucking end my turn. I love you. That was so cool. Thanks, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Nice one. Now I've got high fives himself. Noel's turn. So, (laughs) the guy in the bramble is going to break his way out and go to meet you. So you'll still have to roll 2d4. So, roll 2d4 for me. Yay! And then see how fucking bad you get this guy. I swear on God, if this guy gets killed by a fucking trub, I'll be so mad. <laughs> Five! God damn you to hell! Shrubbery! <laughs> <laughs> so, as this knoll finally <laughs> drags itself and stands up, there is just so much fucking violence on this thing. body. It just goes... It's like that. You're the pale, my friend! <laughs> and it just... It's like that scene from Event Horizon. He's like, yes. Yeah. And it says by the time it finally cleared getting out, there was just so much blood loss that it's just out and it's gone. So like that guy's he's dead. So now we have two nulls left. The one that's currently in combat with you, Leaf, is going to give it a go. It's not happy with the fact that you just got it twice, so he's going to give it another go. So you watch it drops the soil is holding and just attempts to just bite you. Like just grab you and just take a chunk out of your neck. <laughs> it misses. <laughs> and so as it goes to grab you, just quickly catch it up with uh, uh, your sword and the dagger and just shove it back off. Bad doggy. Yeah, bad. Uh, and then the other one that is in doing the tango with Henrik and Avatus is going to, you know, it is also going to make an attempt to bite I'm gonna bite you, Henrik. It's not like a new right now. Okay. Oh, God fucking damn it! Three. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes up. 
that he goes to Charles. That horrible misses. Yeah, <laughs> just he goes to like just rapidly take a chunk out of you and like just catches you off on like the really heavy duty parts of your scars, and you hear some like cracking as like some of the teeth go on the mm. jaw. Like, it's like ah! mm. not happy. Uh, speaking of which, that's going to be Henrik with Leaf on deck. All right. So, um, what's the distance between the two? Knoll, would you say? From your knoll mm-hmm. to Leaf's knoll, the uh, thirty-five forty. Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, six of a bitch. I was gonna do some dope shit. Oh, actually, no, yeah, you're correct. So actually, that'd probably be, ooh, yeah, fifty Maybe with, with the, the move cat. back forty-five. Yeah, I would say it'd probably actually be at 45, 50. Yeah. Okay. Um, As they're sort of having their little Star Trek tango of death around this tree. Uh, I'm going to, before I do my actions, look back at Dawn and say, look, I really appreciate the, the pizzazz and the enthusiasm, <laughs> but maybe just make sure the line of fire is cleared. Before. I didn't do it on purpose. It sure seemed like it. I can next time if you want. Ah, I turn around and I go to fight this knoll. Just, compl- just turning around, just sick of her shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with, um, let's go with inflict wounds. Okay. Um, so to hit. Oh, thank God that rolled over. Twenty-four to hit. Yeah, that hits. Excellent. Um, and that's twenty-one damage. Got so. Describe to the class what your inflict wounds looks like. Um, well, it's like it's necrotic damage, so I want. Is that an oathbreaker thing? Like you get that? It is an oathbreaker thing. That's so. I feel like rather than whereas like something like divine smite is is like like you know a holy like holy energy like you know a white light. It's kind of just like a dark energy, like an aura, kind of just like exudes from Henrik. But then, like, just like goes from his body up his sword, and I just bring it down and cleave this knoll in, in twine. So there's like this dark black energy, and as you like slice the knoll, there's like this weird bit where like you hit it in the head, and the sword stops in the skull, but the black begins to seep off, and you watch as it goes like into the eye socket, into the ear, and just from the inside it withers, and it's like, <sighs> then just clumps, falls to the ground. Excellent. Dead. Smoten. Smote. Is that all you would like to do? I can still take my movement. Yes, but, you can. Um, I was going to say, if you want to do the full 30 feet to try and meet Dean in the middle. Yep. Yep. Cool. I'm just going to run just like as far as I can towards them. Just vaulting through the camp over like the fire. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm coming. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so you wish. That is you, Leaf. So you got this thing bleeding out of these very big wounds. It's not happy. It's just trying to bite you. Saliva dripping down, the one eye all messed up. It's not um, happy. Use my bonus action first and I'll use dagger and And then I will use my short sword. Oh! Roll the tray, didn't count. Misses. Dang, so two swipes. It's getting a bit clever. It's getting a bit savvy to what's going on. And it, like, quickly ducks and, like, moves itself out of the way. Still looking very hurt, though. Is there anything else you want to do? You want to move? Or do you want to do anything? 
Mm. Nah. Nah. Okay. Abedus, that's you, Dawn, you're on deck. So as you're surveying the battlefield around you, all the gnolls in your immediate vicinity are gone, but you look as Henrik's just bailed out and you realize that he's going to back up Leaf about 50-ish feet away, give or take, with this knoll that's gone. They're doing a tango right now. Mm. Do I want to in- interrupt dancing? <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's not very cash money. No, it's not. I might get voted off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I'll just fire another one. Just blast. I guess. I guess you could. Uh, you could probably just go right down yeah. the middle. Go for it. Yeah, let's fire. No, it does not. And that's it. Just flies way too wide. That's it. Dawn, that's you. Knock on. You're on deck. Same thing, you guys are starting to realize that uh, Leaf's been tangoing with this knoll, solo style up away. Henrik's just bailed off. So, Dawn, that's you. Um, in all honesty, probably after that exchange and after she saw that she did do friendly fire, she'll probably <laughs> go to, to do it again and she'll kind of like move her hand watching them move and then she'll eventually just grunt in frustration and I will pass her turn. You're gonna pass? Yeah. Okay, cool. Narcon, that's you. Same thing, so you've watched the gnolls in your immediate vicinity are gone. Uh, Leaf's doing a full solo tango with it. Henrik's broken in a full sprint. Dawn has decided she's not going to launch a spell. What do you do? They're about 45, 50 feet. I'm going to hit that guy with Ray of Six. Yeah, nice. Okay. Make sure you don't hit me. Ray of sixes is like you pick a target. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Creature within range. It just sounds like a ray. Yeah. Yeah, just a line. <laughs> just like vomit. Is there a save for it? Is there a save for ray of sixes, or it just happened? No, it's, it's just a ranged spell attack. So. Okay, so roll to hit, see if you hit. It just smells like a kebab and <laughs> and a bunch of vodka red bulls. Bundy rum. The nineteen hit. Absolutely. It has to make a constitution saving throw. If it fails, it's poison. We did actually we did this during our. We um, did, yeah. Uh, what was the save? Sorry. It's just a constitution saving. Uh, but 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 that's thirteen. Yeah. Oh, I gotta roll it, don't I? Do I have to roll? You have to roll your damage. It should be in the spell casting. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. So it So it saves. You roll thirteen. So it's not poisoned, but it still has to take the damage for AC, doesn't it? Three. Makes three. It's so bad roll. Pity. Yeah, that was, that was a bad roll. And a 2d8, like, that's what I get. Oh, man. So, this is why no. Leaf, you catch it because you're, like, up in, like, close quarters combat with it. There's this moment where, it's like, its eyes do, like, you know, like, they glaze and they, like, freak out. It's like, and it shakes it off and it sort of comes back to reality for that split second. Uh, Narcon, was that your turn? Was there anything else you'd like to do? I literally don't. Actually, how far is it off? From you, about 45 feet. Maybe 50 feet. Yep. Knock on. Oh, yeah, I missed it. So now's the Knoll's turn. Taking a lay of the land and realizing that it is now by itself, it is going to make an attempt to turn and run. Attack of opportunity! You do get an attack of opportunity if you would like. Does that, does that mean you have advantage? 
He's mm. turning to run. No, no he's no. disengaging. Yeah, yeah, just just roll for it. Good try though. We appreciate the effort. Oh, it's a uh, eighteen plus five. That does hit. <laughs> it's that damage. <laughs> um, and it is four slashing damage. So as it turns to run, you reach out with uh, your, your father's sword and slash along the back of the thigh, and there's this, this viscous as it slips and. You watch as it starts to slow down, but it keeps running. It's, it's got this. It's, it's no, you actually need a specific ability to do that. I believe it's Sentinel. Sentinel oh, yeah. mm. Excellent spell, by the way. But it does continue. Oh, feet, sorry. <laughs> and it does con Thank you. And it does continue to run, and it's going to use its full movement and and run up to thirty feet and begin to bail the fuck out, Henrik. That is you. So as you, as you're meeting up and you're watching this you see as this knoll turns to run leaf gets that final honestly but it continues to just gap and it's breaking it's breakneck in speed so so now it's, it's still it's a it's again i guess 40 45 yeah feet away from it's me. basically the same distance as you began to run yeah um all right i'm going to run my 30 feet past Leaf towards it. Yeah. And then I'm going to stop in the middle of whatever field I'm in. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. Just take a couple of deep breaths. And then I'm going to cast Breath Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> describe, describe to, describe to the class what, um, what your Breath Weapon looks like as, like, you push. Um, like, you vocalize, I guess. Well, I guess, like, with Breath Weapon, I haven't used it um, in a long while since the incident since the incident <laughs> um, he wasn't the same after the incident the women and the younglings too flashback and he hates sand cause like I'm, I'm trying to you know be still as you know it's running I'm running but you know it's still running but before it gets out of range I'm trying to put myself back there I'm trying to put myself back into that mental state that I was in when I first you know cast and it and he got away and no, I'm just real quick. I caught up. I pretty much caught up to you. Um, <laughs> that was going in like through my mind as I, I knew what I had to do. And I'm gonna fire it's because I'm a, I'm a brass dragon. Um, it does come out as a um, as a beam of fire. Um, so it's a 30 foot line. Nice. Um, make a deck saving throw. Oh yeah, because we've shown that I'm really good at them. Glasses. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. That is technically a part. Dex is <laughs> but that just means you take half damage. Okay, what's half damage? Half damage is three. seventy-three. <laughs> three. Three. You skim the shoulder <sighs> and off its back, but it's still running. <laughs> it's. Is that my turn? Um, is there anything else you're gonna do? Uh, that's all I can do. Okay, there it is. Yes, leave with Abbott on deck. Pass out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I throw my short sword into the air. Yeah. And I dash to 35 feet in front. So I'm in front of the. Because I can move double distance with dash. Yes, you can. Yeah. So you can basically go and catch him on the backside. Right yeah. In front of him. Yeah. And then. And it comes back. And slash. Yeah. For sure. For sure. 
19 to hit. Yes. I would have fucking howled if that failed. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same. Like, like, oh this man, is so cool. <laughs> it's so cinematically cool, and you fucked um, it. Was <laughs> that seven damage? Just damage. They describe describe the class how you so kill this sucker. As I get in front of him and call Guatran, I just stop in front of him as he runs onto my sword. Oh, you're that guy. You're a yeah. sicko. <laughs> <laughs> so it runs, and instantly you feel that that like counter force. You dig your feet in, you slide for a second, and there's that there's that moment of silence, and then the creature just goes limp as it begins to fall off the edge of your blade. Uses fur to clean my sword. Sure can. And throw it in the air. As it returns to my sheath. <laughs> so you guys scan your immediate vicinity. Uh, it doesn't seem the threat is going to continue. So we are safe for the time being. And with that, because we jumped into combat so early, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Talk to you guys very soon. Orcus, Vecna, and Acerarak are just a few names of some reckless creatures in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. If you are like us, then you would run recklessly into a dungeon to battle any of these creatures. But unlike running headfirst into dungeons, visiting our good friends at Reckless Creatures isn't reckless at all. Reckless Creatures are an apparel and clothing label that designs excellent quality fantasy themed clothing and handcrafted jewellery. The creatures I listed earlier are just a few of the epic designs that are available. On their website you can find tees, crop tops, hoodies and mugs and more accessories. So head on over to Reckless Creatures on Instagram or head to www.recklesscreatures.com and grab yourself some epic clothing. Oh, and as an added bonus, a percentage of the money they make goes to local charities. So do yourself a favor and become a reckless creature. Hey, welcome back. Here we're gonna go again. Marco's got this insane habit of just reaching across and hitting the button to see how quick I am. And I'm the quickest, baby. I'm the, I'm the, quick, the quickest draw. The, listen here, you little bitch. <laughs> I'll fuck it off. I got the quickest draw in the West. So, following up off what happened for our break, you guys were able to smite the gnolls that were thought your camp was going to be easy pickings. So as the... I threw berries at one. You did throw berries at them. I probably did the most damage to you. (laughs) (laughs) So as the last gnoll falls off the edge of Leaf's sword, uh, its body letting out the exasperated exhale as their final breath leaves their body. Uh, The only thing worse than the sight... Uh, of them close up is the smell of their dirty furs obviously going days weeks who would think months without really washing themselves uh, so yeah we Hedrick and uh, Leaf you guys are adjacent to the camp a good good distance now um, and the rest of you guys are at the camp what are you doing I catch up to Henrik this is gonna seem barbaric but I've dealt with these creatures before if there's any more of these I think the best thing to do to make sure they don't come back is put one of their heads on a spot. I was thinking we string one from a tree. That could also work, yes. Maybe just where you were camping, just hang him by his well, feet. it smells really bad, and I'd prefer to have a bit further away. I do have a, a stake in my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like a stake, like, look, Buffy. Yeah, I can... we'll just put him up against a tree. Just <laughs> nail it in really hard with can, one stake. I can just make it. You find a branch and make it 
you don't have to have anything to do with it. And I'm going to put it about 50 yards from where we are now. So you won't see it. I think, look, as much as I like that idea, I don't think we have to go as barbaric. The sun's almost up. I don't think they'll try fighting us um, in the day. I think we just double the double the watch. Um, if you're tired, I think we should let people rest. But yeah, we'll even leave you to your devices if it makes you sleep better at night. Um, I think we should just let everyone go back to sleep. Oh, well then, let's go back and see how everyone's doing. So you guys break into camp? What, uh, I guess it's sort of clever. So as you break into camp, White has finally stepped out and is like surveying what happened to try and get a good idea of what exactly happened. And he's looking, he looks over and he goes and sees what's left of the knoll that was able to get out of the bramble. That's that's more fucked up than anything I ever did. True. (laughs) And he's, he's looking, he like, yeah, I think it was like when you, when your dad's thinking about something, you're like, Rubs his chin, even if there's not a beard there. Farrow's brow. <laughs> yeah, Farrow's brow. It's like, been a long time since I've had something like this happen on the road. Knolls haven't been seen out this way before. I wonder what's got them coming out this far. Well, maybe we should move these bodies. Does someone want to help? I mean, I'm... <laughs> Fake me asleep. <laughs> I'll help. I'm probably the strongest, yeah. So in time, you... <laughs> you find um there's a there's like um a couple of good feet away there's like a, a ditch bit where you guys are able to throw them in and with a shovel like a digging utensil from the car it's all like cover them to try and dampen the smell and you know possibly luring other creatures or just the I have a bag of sand so I'll just pull that on me that'll <laughs> he's got I literally do have a bag of 500 grams of sand <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> helping ah the smell is gone <laughs> oh like the best part is my actually... god you have covered them with your small amount of sun it is like magie god damn you guys it smells like my grandmother's perfume best part is actually do you have a bag of sand it's a little bag of sand <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse it's like a salt shaker so uh, you guys are able to Move them off the main path, cover them, sort of uh, dampen the smell, and hopefully, you know, any real trail of what's happened. And then eventually, everyone breaks back into camp. At this point, I think that was that was third watch. So there's probably about maybe three and a bit, four hours really left to do. So how do you guys want to play it? Well, knock on. My boy needs some. Should definitely sleep. Cause yeah, you would definitely. He's essentially been up for yeah. like probably 20 hours. That's that's the, the high fantasy equivalent of a bender. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was I was speaking with... with What's your name? I'm looking at Lee. I say, Look, I was speaking with... And then he said his name, if that's okay with you, Liam. <laughs> I'm um, say, oh, wait, yeah, and I said, we agreed, or at least we were speaking about just maybe doubling the watch for the last few hours before we leave um i'm happy to volunteer since it was going to be my shift next just to make sure that we don't get any more ambushes in the night so you're not really volunteering you're just doing what you said you would do but when i put myself off where that's volunteering oh so he looks at you guys he's like oh 
Good to see the kids getting along, eh? Classes. I'm going to escape back in my mask, happy knowing that nobody noticed I didn't have any shit to do at all. <laughs> I actually didn't think he's back into his mask. If there was one person who probably didn't need sleep, <laughs> it's me. Oh, was legit. Like, why the no, you didn't. But you have to end. But the thing is, at the same time, you would have been sleeping while um, Narcon was sleeping, like trancing, I guess. So you're good. You're just chilling I out. Pretty much had a full sleep and then woke up. I had some fucking dog swing at me, and we good. He's loving. It. It's all gravy, baby. Okay, cool. So everyone goes back to their respective spaces, and you two are left on watch. Uh, please make uh, anyone who would like to make a perception check, or one of you can make a perception check with advantage, while the other helps. I'm pretty well rested. So I've got should be able pretty, to sleep pretty well. Do you just wait? Do you do Are you, you want to stay well? up? Oh, don't need to sleep really, so <laughs> I'm just chilling in just my give, mask. Just give, why just, you guys just give me advantage. Yeah, so I leave you with advantage. <laughs> yeah, I got a negative one on perception. So. How blind are you? It's a seventeen. And what did you, you roll 13 on the dot? Oh, no, yeah. this is 15. Yeah. Between the two of you, because Abbott, Abbott has decided to stay up, Herrick and you guys, the silence after, it's like that weird silence after a battle is very nerve-wracking because you're on that, you're on the edge. It's like, oh, we've immediately gotten rid of the threat and we can relax. But the possibility of another threat looming over the corner is always a very real possibility. So you guys... While you are relaxing and still trying to maintain your watch, it's not without its tension. But in time, the moon slowly begins to complete its, its round and the sun begins to crest up into the distance. Um, yeah, so as the sun finally crests, White actually awakens quite early. We'll say it's probably into like five, six-ish, you know, like right where it hits the twilight and begins to, like the dust begins to crack and the colours shift. Um, you all are, the rest of you all wake up to the firm glow of the sun breaking through the gaps uh, through your temp lines or wherever you are sleeping while the rest of you guys were taking watch. Slowly just watch it fade. I'll probably say that... um. With that, everyone could probably take a long rest because I like to play long rests as long as you're not doing any strenuous activity. Like sitting there and relaxing or reading a book or, you know, attending to your weapons or something while you're not immediately in danger would be that. I leveled up. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, the songs of birds begin to grace your ears as they, they too begin to awaken and go about their days. And as you all go to sit up and prep, Get ready, Narcon and Dawn specifically. You guys come into the morning and you see uh, Wyatt along with Henrik, Abatus, and um, Leaf uh, making breakfast. So Wyatt has begun to prep some small meats and some bread and stuff, and he's um, in the process of like handing you guys plates, waiting for you two to awaken. But you awaken to fresh, fresh toast and bacon and aromas and, and some fruits and stuff. It's a very, considering last night. It's actually quite relaxing to wake up to something so nice. Like mum's kitchen. I miss home. We've been gone for Literally. less than 24 hours. My home home. I'm not from the farm. I was born to a noble house in a very large city. Mm. What were you doing on a farm? So was I. Are you... 
Are you royalty? I start to kind of think about dropping to a knee for like a bow <laughs> as I'm asking if he's royalty. You don't have to worry about that. No, I'm not royal. I'm just from a very prestigious family. Clerics. But that's for another time. I want some breakfast. <sighs> kind of just shell-shocked and <laughs> wondering if he's in the presence of some kind of like undercover boss situation where <laughs> a noble of a house or something and I'm just like what a show <laughs> I'm like what oh you're a modest one aren't you yeah modest is a nice way of putting it anyway where's this breakfast at what's for breakfast I've asked three times <laughs> the peasant human <laughs> I smell toast bacon tomatoes oh my fucking god he's a null <laughs> 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 Entire as you uh, entire your English breakfast. <laughs> yeah, classic. What is that? As you uh, exit your tent, you see uh, you see uh, Abadus, Leaf, and Henrik sitting around the small campfire. It's been lit again, and you, you watch from the other tent. As oh, wait, do I, are you do you have anything as you wake up to breakfast? By the way, why does pass you a plate? By the way, uh, Narcon. Abadus. Abadus. forget. Would you like me to mend your? Do you have a sewing kit? I have better than a sewing kit. I have magic. Is it a magic sewing kit? <laughs> yeah, it's a magic sewing kit. Excellent. Yes, you can. Okay, well. <laughs> so you watch from the... Verbal hand signs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, closed captioning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Verbal repairing of his robe. Just say cast mending. <laughs> He cast Kage Bunshin no Jutsu. Nice. So you watch as the bit of cloth that you grabbed from your robes after the Noel swipes and took the sleeve off. Um, they reach out like tendrils and re like join and entwine, re-stitch. Thank you. And eventually, you know, the dictionary. And they become one again. You're welcome. I've not seen that before. A new one. I'll teach you it if you're nice enough. I don't know about that, but we'll get there. Wyatt does hand you a plate, by the way, as you come in. He's like, ah, good morning, my boy. There you are. Thank you. Yes. Dawn, what do you do when you wake up? Oh, Dawn's just going to stay into a tent until it's quite literally time for them to move on. As you sit, so you're awake, but you remain within the confines of your your (laughs) tent, correct? Uh, Yeah. And what are you doing, like, what's your preparation waiting to leave like are you doing anything in particular she just gets ready for the day and she's just reviewing she's trying to essentially like scribe a new spell that's more refined basically she's just sort of trying to she's thinking about like the mistake she made last night and she's trying to scribe a new spell that's more refined and won't make the same mistake happen again is essentially right, what she's okay. doing i wanted to go see dawn so i want to uh, ask from outside her tent because obviously it's I don't know, is it zipped up? Yeah. You, like, in a tent, I'm going to say... Well, they're, they're not Do zipped, but it's close. I'm going to ask, is, is, it, is, it, is it okay if we had a quick <laughs> word or if I, if I come in for a moment? Uh, sure, not a problem. Uh, I just open up the, the tent. Um, I just want to apologise about last night. Look, it, it honestly wasn't a, as big a problem as, as I made it out to be, and... And I, I didn't mean to, to, I guess, snap at you the way that I did. I just, I don't know, I just, 
I was very panicked in the situation. I, I've never been in a real fight in my life, and I just didn't foresee that happening the first time that I fought alongside somebody. Dawn knows when you first come in was like about to go on the defense because she thought that you were going to come in and just like break her through the coals again and then when she hears you apologize she kind of just oh no you shouldn't be apologizing Uh, that that was my bad Uh, I should have thought about what I was doing um I don't know why I did that um yeah no that's I should be apologizing I'm sorry well there's breakfast outside if you, if you want to join us. Me and everyone else are getting ready to leave pretty soon. So if you want to get something to eat before we get on the road. and Look, if you ever need a training dummy for any fire spells, I'm, I'm pretty flame retardant, so <laughs> I'm more than happy to help you train. That's an oddly kind gesture. Thank you. I just smile and I, I walk away shutting her, <laughs> closing her tent again. So with that interaction, do you join them for breakfast? What are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah, no, she's feeling pretty pepped up after that talk, so she'll come out for breakfast. Cool. So, come out from your tent, and everyone's sitting around the fire. Probably the first time since you all have crossed paths where everyone is sitting adjacent from each other. And there's, you know, light conversations. Narcon and Abbott is talking about, you know, like Narcon's mending spell and, like, how they all learn their abilities. Leaf, you know leaning in and talking too wide just about travel thing and little things like that. You know, you see Henrik, who, as he was walking from your tent, sits down and begins to eat breakfast. And you're going to just... You just want to join in with everybody? Yeah. Lovely. So, as you join in on the circle, Wyatt smiles and he goes, Ow, oh, good morning. Nice you to join us. And he hands you a plate with fresh uh, bread, like bread cooked in toast, uh, bacon, some fruits, uh, tomato, all that <clears> sort of stuff. Lovely, lovely breakfast. Again, tastes just as good as what he cooked last night. The man has a talent. And for the first time since you guys all crossed paths, you are together actually enjoying each other's company. And not slicing people up. You look like you're gonna you wanna say something. <laughs> He's gonna be sick. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> that was what's, what's the matter? Human got your tongue? Oh, are you, are you proud of yourself? Look, Leaf, Leaf can walk. Leaf can honestly walk the rest Leaf of the way. Can leave. That, that was just Leaf's attempt at bad humour. <laughs> you find know, it. Why comes up with a small pan of eggs? He's like, that's <laughs> enough out of you. He tried. Don't just like. Shakes head and disbelief. Like, what? He's trying. The boy, he, he leads it. He's like, I understand you try. The, the laughter was purely me, not me. I, <laughs> I, I repeat again, why? Why? Who invited me this time? Why, Pepsi? He's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say you did very well last night with your little wire contraction. That was a great idea. Oh, wait, you're talking to me. I am. Oh, nothing more. Cool. Anyway. He's off with the birds, my friend. <laughs> He's giving you all little adults of, like, scrambled eggs out of a pan. You were baptizing. <laughs> no, it looks yeah. the same, mate. For anyone who can't see it, the hand motion, I guess, can be confused as baptizing. It's eggs. Verbal baptizing. Ver- verbal baptism. <laughs> but, That's gonna be our joke. But he sits, and he sits, and he, um, he too, takes his plate and eventually sits and begins to eat with you properly. And he goes, 
So, we're still kind of on the clock, but I think we can make it in time if we really hunker down. So we still want to go to the city, no? Uh, that that was the original plan. Oh. I want my cinnamon roll. Yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, the mask guy has to figure out. Yeah, do. Yeah, avatars have to find it. The cinnamon. The only yeah. purpose that we have right now is to my brother show him cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the boys from the farm mentioned something called cinnamon challenge. Especially yeah. to see how it would go. Cinnamon. What's the worst that can happen? Don't do it. Listen, mon ami, don't do it. What's your name? Abbott. Cinnamon's really not that that great. Mm. I have a good feeling about cinnamon. Cinnamon. The name just rolls off the tongue. If you have a good feeling about cinnamon, cinnamon. Sure, it's probably. Okay. I think you'll find it'll be mind-blowing. In time, uh, you guys do finish your breakfast and everything gets packed down and placed uh, back within the coach. As you guys watch as like, Wyatt puts everything back to where it needs to go, you realise like there's a particular sort of thing. So he's definitely, he's travelled for a long time. And as you guys all jump in, uh, is there any particular order where anyone wants to sit in the coach? Because obviously you've got the seat, and then everyone can sit in the back. Where like, does anyone want to sit at the front with wide or anything like that? Front or wide. You guys, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Nikon, you all are stuck with me. Nikon, you come the front. I'd like to be um, just just trying to get as much rest as I can in the car. Yeah. Even though you said we had a full rest, yeah. I just feel like thematically I would just still be like. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So you tuck yourself into a corner and you rest up, and I'm assuming the rest of you guys are just gonna. Jump on and sort of potter about like as the car rolls on. In the front of the carriage, I can meditate in the back. Okay. I don't think it's like a limousine. He's sitting on the front. Yeah. So yeah, so it's an all like like a wagon. Like it's got the cloth that goes over the top, and there's yeah. obviously the double wide seat at the front where a coachman and a secondary person can sit. Much quieter up there with the coachman. He's not going to talk to you. But I prefer not to be in the sun all day. It's fine by Bad me. for the scale. What? Okay. Confused look appears on Narcon's face and just walks away. You've never seen a dragonborn before, have you? I'm looking at you right now and your scales seem rather fireproof, as you said before. Heat resistant, not sun resistant. Sun burn. UV. You burn. Okay, never mind. What's anyway. UV? Yeah, what is this UV you talk of? You wouldn't understand it. It's, it's, I... it's... Oh, look, the carriage is rolling away as we speak. <laughs> hey, dive in. So... Everyone uh, piles into the car and everything's packed down. And you find that before he does take off, why actually are pins open both the front and the back curtains? He's like, just in case we get more visitors. And he climbs up with you knock on the front and whips the reins. And you find yourselves moving again to Greyfall for another day. Can I drive the carriage? Look up and down. Make an animal handling check. If someone wants to throw, I can turn into a constrictor snake and someone can throw me in the front and scare the shit out of the knuckle. 16. <laughs> you actually pick it up quite quickly. Hey, it's been, yeah, a, yeah. It's <laughs> been a, what, a minute since you ever had to like actually like handle horses. I've never had to handle horses. I'm a, a noble. 
Well, you know, you had. To, I, I would assume someone of like a highborn family would have to like occasionally ride in a horse. I, I lived at the farm for a bit as well. So yeah, you would have I crossed did. paths with other farms. Yeah, for sure. But it comes back to you, and, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, this is nice. I could get used to this." And he finally like he just leans back and just chews that. He's like, "Yeah, you're good." <laughs> I told you it was too good. Uh, was anyone else doing anything while the, they're on the little trek? Just kidnapping. Kidnapping. Yep. Henry Stappen. Sitting in the back with a mortar and a pedestal. 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 <laughs> what about you, Dawn? What are you doing? Um, Embrace Brown! Brown! Red flag! Who got red flag? Bang up, by the way. <laughs> Very topical in today's climate. <laughs> I'm laughing more at you, you laughing. <laughs> I can't even do your wheeze. <laughs> Up. You it's look so, so shook by your own Whoa. joke. My man looks like he's being choked out right now. Look at that shit. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you understand? I'm always, I'm always fucking ready. Anyway, what's Dawn doing? Um, if those, um, if um, Leaf and um, Henrik. Uh, Henrik are napping, um, I'll just either look opposite or beside wherever you're sitting. Um, and sort of sheepishly lean over. Uh, you weren't hit last night as well, were you? I didn't give you notes. No. Okay, good. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's fine. I'd let you know if it was. Okay, yeah, that's I, good. I don't last long. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs> It's an unfortunate day. Oh, what, <clears throat> what the fuck is this conversation going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't last long. What's going on? Under fire. And oh. then she'll just open up her book and she'll she'll work on her own stuff as well. Lovely, lovely. So, uh, progressing onwards towards your destination, uh, the day still shines bright, but you guys actually start to feel a chill on the wind. You actually feel it a little bit more today than uh, yesterday. And while while you're still uh, leading the horses, I actually guess to like properly turn in and like, you know, you guys get to see him while you're at the front. He's like, have any of you ever experienced heavy snowfall? Like real snow? No. I think I've seen tonight. I've dealt with many different climates. Snow is not different for me. Well, that's good to know. He's like, winter here is beautiful. But it, but it can be dangerous. Snowfalls, constantly burying more things. It makes it hard for the horses, you know? Is snow cold? Oh, yes. It can, no, it princess, can be. It's quite warm. I think that was a bit sarcastic. But anyway. Narcon, you, you would actually know this. You know, you, Narcon and Abedus, you guys would know this definitely from spending so much time in, um, in like the Wilshaw Empire, like in Burn Island stuff. Yeah. Um, the end of winter festival, like we end up harvest festival where it ties in with winter. But he looks towards everybody else, like especially um, Henrik, Leaf and Dawn specifically, knowing that you guys probably don't know much. He goes, 
the end of the end of harvest festival is where the farmers get a, a good few weeks off before they go back to work because the snow is just too heavy you see it's too heavy and no one can work plants don't grow so everyone stocks up on their supplies and we just wait out the heavy snowfall and then everyone goes back to work and they begin to prep for the next season but every year there's a beautiful festival in Grey Fog they line the streets with lanterns and confetti and fireworks and the children laugh and the bakeries do their, their best cooking it's truly wonderful I really hope you enjoy it as much as I do oui? your people don't migrate away from winter and then return no we it's part of our everyday our everyday existence I've been in the world shawl empire my whole life and snow is just a natural part of life they're not where you are from Snow is not a regular thing. You don't have cold. You do not have a cold season where you're we, from. We migrate away from the winter. What would your people? He's he like he spins his legs and he like leans. He's like, he's like, tell me more about your people. I'm I'm curious. You don't. You can pass for human, but you're not normal human. No. No, I'm a shifter. So. Shifter. What is shifter? Uh. Could probably liken us to maybe lichens as the closest thing. Uh, a fog. She's a werewolf. Like, they put their hand like, like the wo yeah, wolf man? Yeah, like that, I guess. Can you transform for us? I think that's rude to ask a lady, to be honest. <coughs> yeah, like, like, like wolf man, but not like wolf man? Uh, probably the closest I could probably liken it to, yes. Like, hmm. He's like, you learned something? No. What about you? What about me? Tell me about you. We don't get many of your kind around. Ever. Um, <laughs> well, my name is Henry. Lovely to meet you. I am um, I'm born of dragon kin. Um, at least that's what I'm told when I look this way. Um... I just mostly traveled my whole life. You know, nothing really that interesting about me. What about, what about your family? Where, where, where do you come from? What, what are you? Oh, uh, just simple farming folk. You know, but I, I left the farm long ago. Oh, we're playing this game, are we? No, I can knock on links to the. Wyatt. Wyatt. Oh, goddammit, drop me fucking. I think he's hiding something. You wouldn't know that without doing an inside check, you sly bitch. Well, I mean, if I'm hearing, if, if do an inside check. Do an inside would, check. Then I will do a. I will do a. Can I jump and roll deception? I'm, I'm gonna let you know right now that why roll the nat twenty on an inside check. And I just rolled a nineteen. So well, let me see if I roll the nat twenty as well. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. So um, hang on, let me just yeah. quickly. Okay, so he just rolled nat twenty. Has no more. Yeah, you can't roll. I thought you cleared that to roll again. No. What did you get? Uh, eighteen. 18. He looks you, he looks you up and down and realizes that maybe he's prying too much and he lets it go. He's like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. And he looks over at you, Leaf, takes notice of your ears, anybody, but remembering what you said about traveling, he's like, you say you've traveled quite often, no? Mm. Yes. Where have you been to? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, to this bar tavern and that tavern I, mostly I was born homeless and I just traveled between taverns and, and that's it 
He goes, oh, you like to drink? We? Oh, he and from the back of his vest he pulls out this little tiny like like black obsidian metal looking flask and he's like I've tried this no <clears throat> give, give me give, give me a con save oh shit <laughs> what is in that nothing bad I promise uh 17 it fucking burns but it's good and like, <laughs> good no, good no. <clears throat> Between you and me, my friend, it's not even uh, legal to sell that stuff. <laughs> that, that, that is not bad. It's like, tell you, you let your friend know, I get some for you, no? Please. <laughs> he slaps you on the back, he's like, <laughs> I like you. And But he looks he looks to you, and he sees you with the mortar and pestle. What are you doing? Where did you get that? You're a peculiar man. We never really got to cross paths. You're always hiding away somewhere in the town whenever I come through. What's your story? I have many stories. Which one would you like to hear? Tell me about you. Tell me about your family. Where do you come from? I don't have a family as such. Oh, you had to come from something. I came from a terrible thing. It's best not to talk about it. I'm just kind of looking at it, perplexed, kind of like shuffle as much as I can into my corner of the Yeah, Lee's like just sort of <laughs> <leading> the way. <laughs> well, he looks and he's like, well, not everyone has to share their secrets. Some people more than others. How about you, Wyatt? Where are you from? Who are you? Oh, me. I, my family, as far as I remember, I grew up in Grey Fog, but I like the city, but the city's not for me. I like traveling. I like meeting new people and seeing everything the world has to offer. I've been all over the continent, all over the empire. I have even been able to grace the court of Emperor Aaron Hilt himself. And his and his story and his legacy that he has left behind. Why? Why did you see him? It's not very often that the you know, the, the man who runs the runs the known world as far as everyone else knows it publicly announces himself to the people. It's very rare, but it's... Yeah, it's very rare indeed, Wyatt. Why would you get an audience with such a character? I was in the city, <laughs> my friend. Why? Not audience with him directly. Uh, I mean, when... The, you know, they stand on top of the... the in the castle, and they come out, and they wave to everybody. Uh, it's a very rare instance. He, after his first wife passed away, she never really came out anymore. Until a couple of months ago. Interesting. Some say that he's got a new bride. And he's due to be mad again, so it's very strange. Do you think this bride like is looking at the cinnamon festival? <laughs> He's like, there's sometimes they walk the streets, but where the emperor is is in Tremera, which is the next state over. That's a that's many more days. We're going to Greyfog, where that is ruled by they call it the Petty Queen Muriel. Mm. Uh, anyone, let's go. You, Avidus, and Narcon, you guys can make history checks for me, actually. To see how much you can recall about the local, um, local like, political landscape. Uh, Leaf, 
I have been traveling the country for yeah, a actually, long no, time. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. I was gonna say you. That's fair. You do one too. Dawn and Eric, I definitely say you probably wouldn't. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Wait, no, that was Amadeus. Bro, that was rough. I was like, what do you mean? I rolled Four. a 16. Hold on to that. Four. Uh, what did you get? I got an 11. Not really much that you can pull that you sort of didn't really involve yourself much because your concerns were home. Yeah, I didn't pay right. attention to that. Amadeus, the political landscape of anyone that wasn't you in the time that you were here doesn't matter. Leave what you were able to pull together through the chatter in between is... Every state is ruled by a petty king or a petty queen or some sort of royalty, quote-unquote. And in Vernal, the state that you guys are in, uh, the ruling uh, leadership of the state falls under a woman known as Petty Queen Muriel. Uh, she's been instated for a couple of years. She's still kind of new. A lot of the locals don't really know how to feel about her. And that's probably about as much as you would know, I would dare say. But he goes, you know... Muriel, not older lady, not too bad, but people still don't know how to feel, you know? No one likes change anymore. But the festival is always wonderful. So I think you guys would like it very much. Wait. I'm looking forward to seeing the cinnamon. <laughs> and he's like, he's like ah, my friend, there'll be plenty of cinnamon for you. And he uh, turns back over and joins you again, Narcon, as you guys continue uh, to ride off. So, as your day continues onwards, again, the sky eventually begins to descend uh, from light to dark. As the sunsets, your ears uh, begin to fill with the songs of local wildlife and small insects. As it goes... And following a more slightly winding path, eventually as you crest a bit to the top of the hill, you guys are able to see further down to the canyon and through long rolling landscapes along the horizon, you see the hills begin to descend and it's large enough that you can see at that far, but you know it's probably like, it's about another half day to get there over time consistently. You can see what looks like the faint lining of a city in the distance as you guys look out while it's like ah oh, there she is and it's so faint like you get the idea of like a couple of towers and stuff and possibly like a perimeter system but you don't have a good idea of the city and he's like if we rest now get a good early morning we should be okay to go i think we should stay up here at the top of the hill we can see everything around us any objections none for me no. lovely so for the sake of time, you follow the similar layer as your watches, but this is, this is an uneventful night. Nothing really happens. You guys are actually able to get, like, White cooks you another meal. You guys are able to properly rest. Nothing can sneak up on you. You guys are on top of a decent-sized land, like, like a hill, yeah. where you can see all around you, and the carts aren't going to go anywhere. Everyone rests up. You crest into the next morning, and you guys have your breakfast again. White packs you guys up. And you begin your trip. And finally into the into the midday, into the early afternoon of the second day. Finally, it finally becomes close enough where you can see it. The capital, the city of Grey Fog, which is the capital city of Vernal, the state you find yourself in the Wiltshire Empire, is a long circular stone wall built in. And just where the circle begins to hem, it actually backs onto a little bit of a mountainscape. 
Not so much the, the mountain dwarfs the towers, but they saw a natural defense and built as such into it. There are many small towers equidistant along the edge where if you really look hard enough, you can see the soldiers moving along the top, the guards and stuff, and the towers, the, the red terracotta, like steeple tower towers, crest over the top, just over. So the, the wall's definitely built high enough where you guys can... They can see, but you guys can't see in, obviously. They were very smart with the way they built it. But eventually your cart, uh, you come to a stop right at the very front, which is these two gigantic wooden, like, steeple doors. And there's uh, three soldiers in golden garb, which is um, blue, like, sort of, like, light blue uh, cloaks. I almost say capes, not superheroes, but, you know, that thing. Yeah, yeah, but they got like they got the golden <laughs> chest plate, <laughs> golden chest plate armbands, um, nice smooth golden helms, and they've got spears. And you see one of them, younger gentleman, look on. He's like, "Hold, who goes there?" And he looks up, and it's white. And he's like, "Just a traveller from Rosen Ward, please. I have some friends, showing them into the festival. All right, in you go. You've been here before. You probably know where to park your cart and stuff. Are uh, we?" You watch the soldiers like knock the gate really heavily and eventually there's just <laughs> and <laughs> scrapes along as the as the doors open and instantly as the doors open you're met with the the bustle of all the crowds of the city, the smells of like fresh baked goods, you see like cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> you see um you see the uh what do they call them? Um streamers. <laughs> where they, they wedge in between the building and like the flags hanging off and you see the us? festivities you what see the rage. festivities that he was talking about and you see small food carts getting moved in and all that sort of stuff as you guys like stick your heads out you see like this is the this is so lively compared to where um anything you guys have experienced like in, in that small town uh leave us probably more people than you would like to be around <laughs> let's be real my hood goes up Hood goes up. Okay, lovely. Dawn's scarf goes up. Dawn's hood is also up. <laughs> the I'm hooded fine. crew. Fine. I can't do anything. I just look weird. Anyway. You're a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I just look weird. I just imagine you looking at the car like. Just into the mask. The ass mask just hanging his head out. We yeah. must look Where's like the, the cinnamon? Do you know where the cinnamon is? <laughs> like, if you think Excuse me, Kite. Like six foot beard. We've got all of us with hoods on, and then we've got a fucking dragon. All right, everyone, blend in. Classic. And then Abbott is grabbing the first one. Where is it? Where is the cinnamon? Where is the cinnamon? Where is it? Where is it? That's such a hard voice to do. It hurts my throat. Where anyway. So, uh, your cart only progresses another couple of meters in before eventually you you feel the stop and you hear the, like, the hoof stop. And he goes... Well, my lovely, this is as far as I can take the cart. If you want to disembark, I'm assuming you guys are all going to get out, right? Unless anyone has any shady shit they want to do. <laughs> so, oh, excuse me. So, as you guys jump out, like, being outside of the cart on ground level, it's just bustling. There's so many people. And, like, you realize everyone's getting ready because the, the festival is literally about to happen tonight. You guys have timed it exceptionally well. And White looks around and he's like, okay, you've got a good couple of hours before you need to come back so I can 
get us into the tavern, which you any points you guys realize that's where he stopped. You would have stopped out front of one of the taverns inside the city. And he goes, Now Samuel was kind enough to give me coin so you may go enjoy yourselves. If you would like, I can divvy it up so you can go take in the city sites, but you must meet back here in about five, six hours tops. Understand? As he points to all of you. Okay. 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 Cool. And you watch as um from his back hip he pulls out a um little uh bag. And he opens up and he pulls out ten gold pieces and hands you all two each. And he goes, As this is from Samuel, you really shouldn't burn through this and most of the retailers can give you a change so you don't run out of money. I just spent all my money. Can I have more please? <laughs> no <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He's like, now, it sounds silly, but I trust you guys can move and give yourselves out of trouble. But also, and he looks especially towards you, Henrik. He's like, and a little bit of dorm, but mainly you. He goes, just be careful. People are not used to people like you yet. Uh, can I do a quick pan around to see if there are any other dragonborn? Give me a perception check as you scope the landscape. One. <laughs> he rolled one. a two, but he's a got two, a two, dragon, dragon, one. <laughs> um, you don't see any more dragonborn. You don't even see the other people. In the <laughs> it's just you, man. He just stares at the sun. But he goes, but he like he like he puts his hand like reassuringly like on your on your pauldron of like your, your armor and stuff. And he, he's like, remember, different and unique. Unique is good, but some people are scared of unique. You understand? I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Just be safe. And he looks at the rest of you and he goes, "So we'll meet back here. Five hours. Keep out of trouble. We? Yeah. No, to the church. Oh, you got you want you want to find a temple? Like, yeah. Are you specifically looking for a temple of Solentaris? Uh, I'm." Assuming there's only going to be one in the city anyway, but I don't know if there'd be more. Well, it's like, do you want to ask somebody? Like, what do you want to? I would like to ask someone actually. Not call them, like to figure out where the temple is. Okay, sure. Um, probably just so I say, as you walk past, you grab up like a, a, a middle-aged gentleman, and like kind of like well dressed, and he looks, and obviously you've got very clean robes, very unique robes, and you're like, Dark. it's like, yes, how can I help you? I'm wondering where the church is, the temple of uh, Solentaris. I know the names are hard. I apologize. And he's like, "Oh, you're, you're Elven boy." <laughs> well, we have we have two temples here. He goes towards the east side. You have the large temple for the Church of the Cresting Sun, and one of the free praying temples is on the west side, where you will probably find a lot of folk like you. Which one has the largest graveyard? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please let go of me. Release me. Release me. What would you. Did I overhear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
which is the where so that he's like so so for clar- jokes aside for clarification um the actually you know what you can make a history check with advantage on this because you are religious and if uh actually no because you're asking him so yeah you make it with advantage i have religion I also any religion as well. yeah but do you want to roll a religion check for what he's like Might trying to religion do? or history uh either way i've got a pretty sure. history uh history sorry history check because I have advantage it was 15 so in the Wiltshaw Empire the biggest organized religion because obviously everyone knows that gods exist everyone believes and the the existence of gods is not debated however some people will you know as with every religion arguments begin to arise about whose gods better and whose does this so in the Wiltshaw Empire, being the fact that it was an empire built on the backbones and the labor of mainly humans, uh, they actually revel in their biggest organized church is the Church of the Cresting Sun, which is where they treat three gods above everybody else. And then a lot of the other religions, so for example, you being an elf and your family being mainly elves, pray to Solon Taros, the moon goddess. They are kind enough to allow free prayer churches where it's basically just a nice temple where everyone can go and practice their praying or their belief to any god. But if you want... (laughs) (laughs) The Church of the Cresting Sun is basically fucking Hillsong. A lot of people go there, but 90% of these motherfuckers hate them. Or they're like, oh, look, it's it's the Church of the Cresting Sun again. Like televangelists, bro. They're the biggest one. They got the most money. And a lot of people still pray to it, but everyone's like, oh, that's a bit gauche. How you going? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go to the free praying one anyway. And would anyone like to accompany me? Accompany me to the church. Uh, I, I like that sound, that cresting, cresting one. Um, I, mean, I, I might I'll... just go say some quick words for my family back home. Uh, if you want to. Yeah, um, interesting to get to know each <clears> other on the way. I think I might go to the uh, <clears throat> the opposite side of the town. Um, That's up to you, Mr. Mysterious. Um, yeah. Taverns? Um, old man, <laughs> tavern? He literally <laughs> points three feet behind you to the one you stopped in front of. Ah, <laughs> 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 Felicia. These people are weird. First they want cemeteries, now they don't know where the fucking tavern is. Yeah, this guy's like, Are you religious or are you alcoholics? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of both. I am but a human. Yeah, but um, he does point to the one that is behind you. So, and what about you, Avidus? Is there anything particular you're doing? Are you hanging with everybody? I'm just wandering the festival looking for sermon. Looking for sermon? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Roll me a perception check, my man. <gasps> if you find that... I'll, even give, I'll even give you advantage because he fucking wants it bad. I planned well, a bad idea. 18. Well, roll the second one. Yeah, second one. See, see if you roll. Roll it as it lays. Play it as it lies, you mean? Yes. <laughs> and I roll it, go and roll it all there. Eight. So definitely Seven. 18, the first one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you you start scrubbing through the crowd and you're trying to look for someone that really knows about food, and yeah. they're like, like at 18, it's like I'm, I'm looking around, but not, not quite laser eyes. But <laughs> no, like there's that quick. He's like, no, he doesn't look like he eats. This person doesn't look like they eat a lot. I'm going to go to this one here. And then eventually you come across this. A rotunda. (laughs) It's a little food cart with this lovely old lady behind it. Curly black hair, light blue dress, and a little uh, black apron. She's like, 
Oh, hello, Diddy. How can I help you? Madam, I'm looking on a quest for a spice called cinnamon. Hey, mate, she's going to tell you. She's like, looks like she's probably struggling to see you with it. She's like, what? What, dear boy? Cinnamon goes in a lot of things. Just, just the cinnamon. You mean you, you don't want a, a pastry or something? I have many pastries. So she pulls like the cloth on it and there's like heaps of cooked and baked goods under there. Something you've never seen before. Which part of these is cinnamon? You find she pulls up this very peculiar looking thing of pastry that's a ring with a hole in it. She's like, they call these donuts. But that's not that's not all cinnamon, is it? I want all Oh, I, a lot of it's cinnamon. My boy, if you eat all cinnamon, that's not good for you. Why would you want to eat? If it's bad for you, why would you want to eat it then? <laughs> she grabs your hand, which is like abnormally larger than hers, and like puts this little down her hand. It's like, then the curls in It's like, trust me, you'll like it. They crush it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can... <laughs> yeah, you can eat it like that too, I guess. This cinnamon is very weak. Tell you what, just put it in your mouth and swallow. Oh, Dawn probably would have sort of trailed after him. Because you definitely would have done the you wouldn't have done the church when, run, would you? When she sees that he's just like squish this donut in his hand and this old lady's trying to get him, she'll kind of just like uh, sort of lean around him in small amounts, mediated amounts. It's used with cooking to help flavor certain dishes. But they call it cinnamon something. Surely that's the primary ingredient. This is a circle. It's it's a donut. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. I'm just donut. gonna gently un uncurl your hand. Just try a bit. You eat right. You ingest. You consume. In a manner of speaking. <laughs> you taste. In a manner of speaking. Then put it in your mouth. That's. And she's gonna whack his hand <laughs> into his face. Try like get it up under the mask. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where it's like. She lifts the mask up and like tilts your head back and just cranes it down your neck and shuts it. Let's, let's try that. So what, what, sh what should I roll for that? <laughs> There's no roll. No roll required. Roll for The one last trip to Flavor Town. <laughs> what you roll taste? Guy Fieri. What you? Oh goddamn! I'm gonna put an NPC of Guy Fieri in so bad now. You fuck. What you taste is the greatest fucking thing you've ever had in your life. Yeah, sure, roll for flavor. You want to roll it, I can see. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, let's run. I'll make it better. Roll a con save. Roll for okay. frosted tips. Oh, nice. <laughs> roll a constitution save. Did you roll? Yeah, Would you like to borrow one of mine for the time being? No, that's my kicked out. I don't know where, I don't have it. Oh my god. It's gone. Is, that a Is it? I don't know. No, I was this d20 is gone. <laughs> Okay, roll your d20. Con save. Five. You are knocked back by the pure sensation <laughs> of cinnamon mixing on your tongue. What is left of it anyway? It's, it sends me rapid. <laughs> if you no! think you recall, I start running to the nearest spice stand. It's that it's ailing. If you still had the ability to shed tears, you would cry over how good this fucking donut tastes. Don't just stand there and T-Pose like, what the fuck is Yeah, T-Pose supremacy. But the, old, the little old lady notices this absolute revelation and like crisis of faith you're having right now with cinnamon. And she pats her on the head and she's like, I'll have more ready when the festival starts if you'd like to meet me here again, young man. Why, can I just try full cinnamon? 
That must be better, right? Avatus, no, please. You no. don't know what you ask. <laughs> you were the chosen one, Avatus. <laughs> you were supposed to eat the donut, the cinnamon. I can't escape Star Wars in this group. But she, uh, the lady, the little old lady looks towards you, Dawn, and she's like, and looks like she's like, oh, I agree. It's good for cooking, but if you eat it raw, you're gonna have a bad time. No, no, I have plans with this. <laughs> she, she guess she. I need more. Just give him. Roll this, roll persuasion <laughs> check with, uh, with this, with disadvantage. He needs to learn for himself. Was it persuasion? Persuasion with disadvantage. What's this advice? So you roll your two d twenties and you take the lower one. Okay. Well, that was a shit roll on there, so let's try and get my favorite dice. It was one better, but that's. She look. She looks over you and goes. Hmm. Tell you what, come back when the festival starts, and we'll see how rowdy you're feeling then. Okay. At least then your silly behavior won't look so silly. Okay. Good. Leave. Um, so as Leaf was going towards the tavern, he would look back, um, and as soon as no one was watching, um, he would find someone else and ask them where the blacksmith is. Okay, cool. Um, so you find an older gentleman, uh, walking out of the tavern, actually, in more ragged clothes. He's like, oh, good idea, I can help you. I'm, um, I'm looking for a blacksmith. Do... Where's the best or nearest? Whichever's first. It's like, well, they're sort of peppered all around the place, but it's like, you want the closest, you want to go up the street, left, and hang there for about two minutes. And you'll see it. It's very obvious. What's the quality of work like? It's a dwarven fella. He's all right. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> dwarves, dwarves can make armor and swords. It's a known fact. And he's like, well, you get the ones that follow Horth, the dwarvish god of forging. They fucking love that stuff. And he slaps you on the arm and just walks. Whoa, 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 Where can I find one of those dwarves? Down the road. Okay. Great. Glad it's fine. And as you were walking away, he's like, just warn you, he talks a bit funny. <laughs> so, we'll put a pin in that. Uh, Narcon and Henrik. So, you guys were going towards the... Church of the Cresting Sun? Yes. Yep. Make perception checks, both of you, please. My 14. Well, I have an advantage on perception checks. So Do you? Yeah. You. 23. You little big-eyed fucking... Yeah, legit. <laughs> so as you guys uh, walk up, Henrik, being around this many people, you're sort of just like a bit shook. Mm. You're not quite sure what's happening. But uh, knock on... Oh, my friend. It's okay. As you walk up and you're sort of trying to get a good view of like who you can look to speak to at the church you notice this grand like this church like out of everything you've seen even when you were back home in Vardenville yeah. um, this thing is it, inside the city it's big it's, it almost looks like the block where this is located was built around this church right. sounds about th four stories tall beautiful granite golden trim it's gorgeous look like the painting on the roof <laughs> inside you fucking moron oh, yeah. <laughs> it's marvelous. that's such a beautiful sky <laughs> <laughs> but um, so real as you guys walk up uh, you start realising that a lot of the people mingling around as you get closer are wearing uh, white robes 
and you would deduce that's like oh okay if you live here or you work here that's what you wear yeah. and you notice that there is a gentleman a little bit younger like probably into his 30s wearing uh, a black robe with golden trim uh, and you're like hmm yeah he looks he looks important but that's what you get you guys are probably breaking into that courtyard you're probably a good like 60 70 feet away from the church but you can spot these guys at a good distance also because I'm an acolyte I command the respect of those who share oh they don't share my faith no. they share faith but they do not share your faith yeah they share faith with my parents though maybe does that count if you want to play that game <laughs> they like your parents <laughs> what do you guys want to do so Marco I'm um, sorry Henrik as you as Narcon sort of points out what's happening, you see a sight you have not seen in a while. Um, can I roll to not have a panic attack? <laughs> a panic attack? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for it, but when you... When you start having those memories flood back... Mm-hmm. Your chest feels a bit tight, and you're like, "Oh man, I really tighten the straps up on this plate today." And you're like, you're pulling it, you're you're yanking at your plate, and you realize that that's not the plate. Your chest is just getting very tight. And would you be trying to hide this from Narcon, or do you think Narcon would probably notice? I think it's a noticeable kind of stress. Yeah, Narcon, you notice that um Henrik starts to look visibly uncomfortable. This actually begs a question: Marcus's relic that you took, do you wear that out in the open or no? No, but I do have it on. You do have it on you. Okay, cool. But uh, Narcon, you do notice that um, Henrik is feeling a bit uncomfortable. Hmm. I do not have any... Buffs. I'm going to try to buff you up. Like, could you feel like shit? Church, just cast saying. haste on me. There actually is a, there actually this thing called calm emotions, which is really cool. Yeah. Really? I was going to be like, yeah, you're good, bro. You no. do notice that your, your friend here is starting to look a bit shook. Is everything okay? Yeah, I just... I haven't been to a church since I used to go with my parents, and, you know, it kind of just makes me really miss home. I understand that more than you'd know, my friend. Yes. What happened to your parents? Do you wish to elaborate, or should we pray in silence? Um, well, nothing happened to my parents. Oh. They're just back home. Oh, I just right. miss them. Oh, okay. So the, the crowds make you nervous? Uh, I've been on the road a while. Okay. Yeah, you could say that. Would you like me to ask them to leave? Um... It's like a try. Let's just go inside and pray out. I mean, we're all the same kind of religious group, you know, but some sway. If you know what I mean, you know. It's fine, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll have to learn. Let's just pray. But guess what? I got your laugh. Yeah, there you go, not so nervous after all, are you, buddy? Come on, let's go inside. Just looking around in confusion, thinking about <laughs> if I laughed or not. And being like, oh god, I don't want him to be right. I just gaslighted you. <laughs> you laughed, bro, I promise. I think you did chuckle, now I'm trying to remember. Yeah, but this is, did. sorry, I'm I just... You're both gaslighting I'm, me. I'm, <laughs> absorbed, I'm absorbed with this interaction. But, so, do you wish to go inside, or are you going to stay inside? Uh, I'll go inside. You can go inside? I have a little ground for a graveyard, firstly. I just do it really quickly. There's nothing... No, visible. not in the city, oh, no. Uh, you, you're on general knowledge they probably would but you'd have to ask yeah. right. like, so we go inside and I look for Mr. Head Honcho 
Well, the head honcho is the gentleman in the black and gold trim robes who's currently standing at the door. And as you guys progressively get closer, you see, like, there's other common folk coming and going, like, yeah. you know, with their normal guards. And he's like, hello, how are you? Hello. Ha. Ah, Trinity be with you, friends. As you walk up, and he's like, have you... And straight away, he actually notices the relic on your on your necklace, which is the Solentatus. Ah, Solentatus, the moon goddess. Yes, truly beautiful, beautiful writings. I have, I have uh, seen, my friend. We welcome you into the Thank Church you. of the Cresting Sun, Thank Grey Fog. Thank you, Father. This friend here would also like to pray today. He's had a hard time and requires a blessing. And he gazes upon you, like, ah. Sorry, but pardon my, my, my brash of love. We don't generally get uh, scaled folk around here very often. This is truly a unique experience. But welcome to our we 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 welcome everybody into our church, most oh, definitely. All. I um, I kind of take a step closer to him, kind of in between, um, Narcon, like, and I I kind of adjust my robes a bit showing the half-melted talisman that Marcus used to wear. And I say to him, as my friend says, brother, I have had a horrible time. What are you aiming to do? Are you looking to intimidate or to persuade him to, like, not... Like, what are you trying to do? Um, off books? Or, I guess, what... Hey, man, it's all on the table now. You can't hide shit no Um, more. I'm just trying to show him that I am a part of his uh, of his religion, but that you know something something has happened. Right. Obviously, the the relic looks it looks visibly. So manual. you're you're trying to sell the story as like I'm a man of faith, but I have undergone a tragedy sort of thing. Okay. Yes. Make a persuasion check with advantage, please. Please, God, otherwise it won't be better than that. Uh, 16. With a 16? You find he, he gazes upon the relic, and you find it matches the one that he has. And he, he like, grabs he like grabs your hands, and he's like, Say no more, brother. Come, come, sit. Let us pray through this together. And he also he extends a hand to you, Narcon, and he's like, Please, we are all welcome in the light of the Trinity. And you guys are ushered inside. Leaf, as you progress down the path, eventually you find yourself in like, you watch as like the cottages and small businesses begin to turn to workshops. And you're like, I see what the gentleman was speaking about. And eventually you find yourself there is a large, almost looks like half an egg. Like it's not, it doesn't have normal like pointed roots. It's like, it's like curved with a long chimney coming out the top and you hear the ding. And eventually, as you turn the corner, you see there is indeed, you're looking into the workshop, lots of bits of steel and half-made weapons, some beautiful looking axes and swords, all types of stuff. And um, across from you at the uh, at the forge, at the anvil with a hammer, and uh, there is a short, can't really see from anything at this moment, but it's definitely a dwarven human, like dwarven person of some stature. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, hello. Um, I'm looking to buy a sword. See, the hammering keeps going. Yeah. Oh, 
push the tools down. Find um, long, curly brown hair, a little bit of stubble, which is odd for dwarves. You know, they usually they pride themselves on their beards, but long, curly hair tie back, pulls the goggles off, and you realize that there is a big silver mark. And he walks over to his, <laughs> walks over to the desk, and the desk comes up to about like his chest ish and puts his arms up. He's like, Well, good day, mate. What can I do for you? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking for a sword, uh, and I was directed to your workshop. Well, fucking blimey, mate, we got swords of all types. What are you looking for? Are you like long, short, wide, thin? What are you after? Uh, I'm looking for a short sword, uh, preferably. Um, what's, uh, what's your finest short sword? Finest short sword? Let me, let me look at my ledger. And you find he reaches in. And he pulls out, like, this particular short sword, very, for lack of a better term, it's very cookie cutter. Fits a very general model short sword, but it looks very well built. The hilt is nice with, the, like, this golden trim on it. Nice leather-bound handle, little ruby redstone at the end, all that sort of stuff. And he's like, this is the this is the latest one that I'll make. And he's like, probably some of my best work, if I do say so myself. And he's like, this guy, probably my favourite at the time being, cost you 10 gold. Um, if I, I have two uh, daggers that I have uh, no need for. If these daggers could perhaps um, be of use to you, you could knock the price down a little. Let's have a look here real quick. Uh, so he pulls the daggers out. And yeah, the two daggers, right? And he looks over. Are these are these just daggers that you've you've taxed off somebody else, or are these? Oh, they're just a part of my equipment. part of your original kit. Yeah. And he looks and he's like, "Fucking blimey, mate! He's like, these are, this is some good work. This this is Elvis work. Like, this is good stuff." No, I come across it during my travels. And he's like, "Blimey, this... you know what? Sure. Tell you what, though, you find any more Elvis metal, you bring it here." He's like, we're gonna have a good relationship. Deal. Done. So you can add a you can add a short sword to your uh, inventory and lose two daggers. Now as he puts the daggers away, as he's looking, he puts them in a, a nice little box and he goes, Well tell you here, mate, he's like usually the cost of a dagger. Or two daggers to a short sword. I'm still technically at a loss, but I like it because the elven work is a beautiful, beautiful touch of class. If you can get some more of that, we can work out some good deals, right? And you can tell all your mates to come here. Charlie's got you sorted. Oh, the, uh, the only thing that I have that's selfish is my current short sword. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm happy for you to have a look, but I'm not willing to trade this. Oh, so you like, you offer him to have, like, have a squeeze yeah. at it? Okay, so you hand, um, Gwynthia, is it? Uh, um, I'm trying to remember the name. Gwathrin, yeah. So you hand Gwathrin over and he looks, and you just see, he's just flabbergasted. And he's like, this is probably one of the best looking swords I've ever seen. He's like, whoever made this, mate, whoever made this, truly knew what they wanted and they knew what they were doing. He's like, I don't think I could ever take this away from you, even if I wanted Let to. me show you something cool. You hold that sword. And he like holds it flat in his hands. Ring. <laughs> sword disappears back in his sheath. And you just watch him go, <laughs> fucking mind me. He's like, that's a neat little trick you got there, mate. How many people you stitched up with that one? <laughs> uh, none. None. None that didn't deserve it. I like that, mate. That's a good answer. 
Well, like I said, my name's Charlie. You need help with your medal. I'm your dwarf. Do you think, perhaps, that... Uh, I have one more request. It's, uh, it's a bit of a strange one. But do you think, perhaps, there's any way you could craft, say, uh, a lightweight armour that is rather very strong? You, like, like Stronger that. than leather. Stronger than studded leather. But um, as light. With with time. With time, yeah, maybe. You like that's it's just about finding the right components to mix the metal together, make sure it's light enough, but it's gonna be able to stretch and take the damage. You know, like normal chainmail has a little bit of give, but I can I could probably do it, or I could find you someone who find someone to help maybe. It'll just take time. A couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks. I'll bring you some materials um, and some money. And, uh, Never say no to cash, mate. Thanks for your time. See you, mate. As you walk up, me goes back to his forge and begins hammering back or reheating. Uh, and as I, as I leave, I say goodbye in Dwarvish. You can speak Dwarvish. And he waves and he's like, like at the distance, he's like, he just gives you a fucking thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, so, with that, the only thing really left to sort of tie off is you obviously uh, head back towards the tavern, I'm assuming, to just hang out, wait till then. Uh, Abidus and Dawn, would you guys probably do the same thing? Mm -hmm. Head back to the tavern, just wait for, like, you know, Wyatt to sort of take you guys on the town, right? The only thing left is really to check on these two. So, within the church, you guys, um, Henrik and Archon, you guys are led to a section away in the greater hall where you guys can pray at the pews towards the front with the not unlike what you remember Henrik the three pillars three golden emblems and they stand right next to each other mm -hmm. uh, of Enthrella Juridus and Steliosira Enthrella uh, being the world mother Juridus being the light father and Steliosira being the shadow daughter mm -hmm. yeah brings back memories of your home but you find that the uh, the head of the church still sits uh Next to you on your left side, and then Narko be on your Narko be on your right side, and yeah, you find he lifts up after mumbling prayer himself, and he's like, and when he puts his arm on his shoulder, he's like, so how do you feel, my friend? Tell tell me, what weighs you down so much? Look to to be honest, um, my, my my brother, um, it has been a troubling time at my church, at my at my temple. Um, I don't know if news has has traveled here, um, but I was a part of a temple um, not too far from here um, that was burnt down. Have you? Did you hear of such, such a tragedy? His eyes go wide and he's like, wait, yes, word did get around that one of the churches went down, but no, barely anyone survived. There we... We only found a handful. Luckily, I, I was out um, scavenging, you know, um, supplies. When when I came back, there was nothing left of, of my home. Can you please <laughs> roll a perception check? Well, roll something. Else. Perception. I mean deception. Sorry. No, you're looking dry at him. What did you get? Thirteen. He looks at you, and his eyes kind of squint a little bit. So you were. You left before it happened. Well, what happened? Um, well, 
I don't know. Like I said, I, I wasn't there. I just came back to the temple. Already had been ablaze for probably many hours. It was already reducing to, to rubble. I, I, I wasn't there to witness what had happened. And you find he um, leans back a little bit and posts himself up. But you were able to find this. Think. And flicks the medallion on your chest. This belonged to my. I mean, I guess I would call him my father. The only real father figure I've known. Um, um, I, I maybe perhaps you've heard of him, Marcus. He was the head of our of our chapter. Um, this is all I was able to find on on the rubble of where his study once stood. Yes, we had interactions with Marcus. You know, we were we had more supplies here in Grey Fog. We were able to supply your church on many occasions. Such a shame. Well, as he stands up and he, I do hope we see you here both again. As I said, we are always welcoming to anyone who wishes to pray in the light of the Trinity. I hope you to enjoy the festival. It's truly looking to be lovely. You find he bows. And he bowed with nods his head towards you, Narcon, acknowledging the difference of faith. Yeah. But Andy walks away, and you two are left in the pews alone. Can I see where he goes? Sure. Make a perception check. Follow him. With my nat 20. You know. Yep. So as you, as he walks off, uh around the left side of the pillars to like obviously go to a hallway that's like secluded off you do catch him making several glances back at you seemingly to really remember your face I mean hey it's pretty memorable <laughs> um that's fine I'll, I'll note that in my head for now okay um just sit there kind of awkwardly I'm, I'm not really there to pray you know so I'm just gonna sit there and look over to see uh, what Narcon's doing <laughs> He's went back to Brian. You okay, man? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm fine. I was just chatting with the with the head of the church here. Yeah. Are you okay? Bro, I've been having the best chat with my head of the church. <laughs> Goes back to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For the, so I'm sure in due time, do you guys... You, Intend to go back and meet with White or that sort of stuff. Well, is there anything between them? Going to chat with the guy, but about my faith and figuring out the crypt and possibly trying to commune with someone. But that ship has sailed, baby. He's <laughs> gone. Are you sure you don't want to go and, and find him? I'm I sure. I can follow you. I can give you. I can tag along and see what's going to happen. I mean, surely if you know you have some business here, surely we can find him. Let's go on a little journey to go see if we can find him. So you're going to try and find the head of the church. <laughs> I, fuck it. So, Narcon, you watch as... I'm following him. Just yep. because it's my boy. You watch as Henrik stands up after that interaction, looking like a dragon man on a mission. As the rest of you reconvene at the tavern with Wyatt uh, into the evening, realising that you are two members short. And that's where we're in our session. Ooh. God fucking 
damn it, I spent three weeks writing this. And we fucked it up. <laughs> Every time, you bitches. Well, you got three more weeks. To yeah. Yeah. You know what? You got, yeah, long enough to write one for us to fuck up again. You know what? Uh, I reckon... The, like, the, the Noel combat kind of hit a slug. I think it's a little bit hard without the map and all that sort of stuff. But you know what? Going into that, that was awesome. We haven't had a chance to really get him onto roleplay yet. We're still recording oh. soon. But thanks so much for listening, guys, to episode two. Um, thanks, guys. Yeah, we're uh, boiling right now. I so. <laughs> I've actually, you know what? That is probably, like, we've been playing D&D together for nearly a year. And that's possibly some of the best roleplay I've seen that we've done. Yeah, that was excellent my accent changed like four times hey man so <laughs> hey man so why it goes from being French to being German and then yeah. back to French yeah, yeah, do you know how hard it is I think there was a bit of Scottish in there at one stage yeah. it's hard man accents are hard but anyway um, thank you so much for listening guys um, it's been really fun to like jump back in and trying to get it done we think we've got a good schedule worked out now we can keep on top of it more regularly on top of um all the extra bits we've got to go but um yes yeah, so if you like what you hear subscribe to our patreon www.patreon.com forward slash odam official uh three tiers five ten fifteen uh shout out to jake c currently our only patron but he subscribed to the highest tier and he's basically funding this absolute maniacal we bullshit. love you thank you so much you are patreon number one yeah the one and only does anyone else have anything they'd like to plug uh, yeah, you need a car restored? I'll <laughs> fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Metallic Thunder Podcast for all your podcasting needs. Thanks, man. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, Anything Michael else? Music. Michael Gelfie Music, as always. And underscore, dive the beholder, underscore. Bree, we love your work. Marco, yeah, do that. Yeah, you know that thing. Let's do this. I've got 5D20s down here right now from all the dollar time that I've bought from Bree. And reckless creatures for making absolutely monster shirts. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, Dean is wearing the Acerac t-shirt right now no. as we speak. And I go to pick up my die that flew off. Uh, I also want to add uh, at Cloud Kill Coding, those guys do um, awesome D&D merch as well. And at Seb Makes Stuff makes a YouTube channel that makes cool D&D terrain. It's awesome and it's relaxing. He talks very softly in the microphone. It's quite nice. You should watch it. Um, unless anyone else has any, anything else that they'd like to plug, keep your eyes and ears peeled for bonus episodes, back chats, all that sort of jazz and we will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye now.